quick note before we get started. Each of these episodes are pulled directly from our Twitch streams, so you may hear some random chimes from our alerts. If you'd like to watch this or any of our other campaigns live, you can do so on twitch.tv slash dumbstackcharisma. Charisma. <laughs> you mean antithesis? It was like exactly right. That is exactly what we are. I don't think that word means what you think it means. No, 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 no. But like, never mind. hello, <laughs> my name is and welcome to Dumbstack Charisma's Monday Night Star Wars RPG from the Fantasy Flight Systems called Hunt for the Ripper. I will be your game master for tonight. <laughs> we had a long discussion about what I was supposed to call myself, um, and uh, we are so glad to have you all here. Um, we uh, we do this every Monday, um, and then tomorrow we're going to be doing every other our, Monday. Every other Monday, I'm sorry, every other Monday, and tomorrow is going to be our uh, Fallout Skin Five E campaign, brought to you by Nick. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, we're going to jump right into it in just a little bit. And if you're ever curious about how we got to where we're at, we do have almost our entire show up right now as a podcast. Mm. So it's great listening. Uh, we're fantastic both in person and just our voices. I mean. We're, we're, you're, you'll, you'll miss this beautiful face, but like, you'll still have us in spirit. And the hard hands. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, we make a big deal what happens, so just imagine the best one ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after you've imagined it, describe it, and then send it to Paul in a direct message. And, <laughs> and I will make it real. Uh, also, if you ever want to just hang out with us, uh, uh, during show, after show, anything like that, uh, we have a Discord. Uh, where you can hit us up. We do a lot of like uh, community sharing of like people's art, like talk about our games, talk about uh, just what's going on in our world. We are a chatty bunch, and we would love to chat with you. There's a lot of cute dog and fat cat pictures today. So right. There's a lot of memes. Yeah, we're we're, we're memes tastic. Sure. At least three memes. Uh, also, in big news is that Downset yeah. Charisma in uh, it was our four hundred four hundred followers on Twitch. Yep. Yeah. Four hundred people said that we're doing something right. Yeah. yeah. And in honor of that, we're doing a giveaway where we are giving away four sets. Actually, <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off here. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yes, he does. The giveaway is because we had our one year stream anniversary. We've been streaming on this channel for one oh, whole well, year. They kind of happened close by. I know. I know. That means that we had a 50-50 shot. We averaged more than a follower a day. So, on that note, we have a lot to celebrate. But I guess primarily we're doing it because it's our stream. It's our stream anniversary where we first started streaming and uh, started making friends. So. Uh, for that, we're going to be giving away four sweet sets of dice, um, and they are going to be uh, metallic in nature and super cool. Uh, hit us up at, at Dump, Dump Statue. Mm-hmm. Um, Dumpstat CHA. At least one of them is metal. The four sets are regular dice, and then if we hit the... If we hit 2,000, by June 7th, which is when the giveaway ends, 
we'll throw in uh, an extra set. It's a metal set. It's the gold sapphire set uh, from Die Hard Dice. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So at dump stat C H A, just like that. So at dump stat Dump stat <laughs> So and I put a link uh, in the chat. Makes easy. So we're gonna dive right into it. Uh, first thing you'll notice is that we are missing one of our valued members of our group. Unfortunately, he's in chat today. He's in chat. He loves you all. He's so uh, he's with us in spirit. So. Got all this extra arm room. It's like mm-hmm. it's weird. No. Yep. Premiere night at Solo, where there's plenty of room in the theater. Mm. That was crazy. Go see the movie though. It's really good. I liked it. It's actually it really good. good. Like it's surprisingly good for how low the hype train is on it. Anyway, we're going to go around the room and introduce our group, and then we'll uh, dive into the recap. So we'll start on the side. Hello, my name is Dylan. Tonight I'm playing Cassius Telcontar, although it goes by Cass. He's a Claudite assassin. Uh, Claudites are shapeshifters, so he can change his face around and pretend to be someone else, which he does regularly. Actually, not super regularly, but you get the picture. Uh, Cass is a dedicated, focused, clinical assassin. It doesn't... Screw around or let pride or anger or anything like that get in the way of getting the job done the right way. Except that one time. See, you can change your face sometimes. Like, a Wookiee can rip people's arms out of their sockets sometimes. You know? Yeah. Like, the fact is, is you can do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the point. Uh, I'm Robert, but uh, before we go more on that, uh, real quick, we have a birthday boy on the stream today. Oh, uh, I it is It is uh, Dylan's... To spare him. Uh, Dylan's uh, Dirty 30, I believe. Yeah, although I don't know if I'd phrase it that way. <laughs> I definitely would phrase it that way. So, congratulations on being old. Uh, I'm. Uh, Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Nobody said ancient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight, uh, I would fun. normally start by saying that I'm playing Fur. But you're not. And that's. The okay. Wookiee martial artist. Uh, but he's in a back to tank for a couple of days, and in this campaign, uh, days are a matter of sessions. Mm. Uh, so we're busy. I'm busy not lads. playing fur, but I do have a character sheet in front of me. Yeah, the, more the, on that later. The group, more on this later, had the option of taking a small rest or uh, you know taking on three different contracts the first day after he went into a back to tank. So we chose four contracts, and they chose the latter. <laughs> I mean, like there's options. Hi, I'm Nick. Um, I'm playing. You damn right, I did the wave. God damn it! <laughs> I'm playing Sonata. I am a Cuso Trailblazer, so I'm a mid-range support sniper kind of strategist. Uh, Who has right his now? Gun back? Uh, I just got my gun back, and can't it's wait till he gets his legs back. <laughs> my legs don't yes. work. <laughs> um. I, I am really excited though because Rio literally cannot shoot me this session. Mm-hmm. That's not true. He, don't you put that? On I will me. flip a destiny point to make this happen. <laughs> um, I'm also part of the reason why we we were looking at like two different contracts last time. Uh, so maybe we won't do that down two party members. I mean, we might. So uh, I'm playing Cleaver. He is a Wookiee. Started out his life as a pit fighter, uh, super rough and tumble brawler, and uh, has been through multiple adventuring groups uh, in his life, and has kind of started to realize that maybe the the pit fighter life isn't for him, and started to kind of go down a more uh, mystic path, learning a little bit about the Force and kind of figuring that out. 
Yeah, and a couple good influences on him. Yeah, a couple, a couple good influences. Uh, lots of really not good influences. <laughs> uh, lots and lots and lots of drugs. And uh, now he's back to beating the tar out of people. He has now become kind of a staff fighter-ish. And he, uh, staff. he acts as the party's radar using, using the force. The way it was meant to be used. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. A scan for enemies so we know where they are. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. Having, having a HUD is pretty nice when it doesn't use electronics. I mean, we basically have a sonar ping that can go through walls. That's pretty good. Pretty awesome. Before we move on, Sarah Burke, thank you so much for that follow. I didn't see it pop up in the chat. I was waiting for it. But in any case, hit him with that oval ball. Oh, it's the sonar. Oh. Yes. I guess we picked up something on our scanners. <laughs> and it's long. Wait. Somebody please clip that. <laughs> so, the group before you is the mercenary Ban Hon Jovi, and they've just returned from another desperate, painful, and... Uh, um, just crazy mission uh, to the Obsidian Agenda, which is a uh, underground mercenaries guild headquarters uh, where people can find contracts and also take care of their business. Um, they had uh, taken a lot of damage from the last time that they had gone out, uh, spent a lot of their resources, as is tradition, but they've come back to lick the wounds and uh, recover a lot of that uh, now that it's payday. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, they, uh, I actually have money. Yeah, what is that? Um, you recently had, uh, the party recently had another run-in with the enigmatic uh, Master Zikato, as he's oftentimes called. Uh, an enigmatic Jedi who's hiding, um, but also sometimes uh, pops in and says hi and uh, what, see what the party's doing. Uh, he asked them for help finding uh, information about the disappearance of his Jedi compatriot, Braxis, who has recently gone mission, missing after his clinic was torched. Um, Braxis had been helping... They know him as Chaki, but... Uh, Everyone's got, like, three goddamn names. It's hey, it's all good, man. Mm-hmm. I, I only have one name. I'm yeah. making up for it. Uh, Braxis had been helping the you group for a me? long time with their investigation <laughs> into the uh, notorious Imperia Ripper, a uh, killer who has been stalking the streets of Imperia and is also responsible for the death of the group's old boss. Party had returned... Uh, Fur had decided that uh, he was about to fall apart at the seams and he needed to be rushed into a back-to-tank as soon as possible. But the level of damage he had received was enough that his time inside the tank was going to be quite extensive. So at least four days of full recovery after they had returned to the uh, Imperial. So, which so is pretty fantastic for how much Let me lay hurt. down why that decision was made real quick. Yeah. I was walking around with four crits uh... Okay, that's Why are fine. You in the back of the tank? <laughs> because he's in the back of the tank, and I had no money. <laughs> no, it's, you're poor. That's why you're not in the back of the tank. <clears throat> and for the last six sessions, which were like three days, God damn it, fire! Uh, I was usually above half my wound threshold remaining, <clears throat> which means that death was imminent mm. if I continued at the pace that we were going. Mm. So I had to take action. Right, because, you know, oftentimes when he's threatened by a lightsaber, he's instinctually obligated to throw himself on it. Uh, so that causes a few problems. 
With you know, some of us need to play our characters the way they were meant to be played. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some Wookiees just need to have lightsabers in them. Yep. So, uh, Fur live. is currently <laughs> indisposed, yeah. uh, healing up right now, and the rest of the group is currently at the agenda, um, sort of trying to plan out what they're going to be doing with their with their day. Uh, a couple options had come up. Uh, first one was to uh, talk to a butcher uh, at Bayside, which is sort of like a, the Undercity's civilian area, uh, who has recently been harassed by people and has asked for um, somebody to mediate with the old protection racket that they had. Um, for some reason, their protection has expired, and these people have moved in and started to cause chaos, and uh, they want to figure out why and negotiate a return to that state. Um, the other one they discussed was a disappearance, or a rash of disappearances happened in the construction zone, um, in the uh, in one of the lower tiers of the city, um, no, what, not much more details about that have been uh, announced because you need to go there in order to speak to the people um, uh, that are a part of it and get the details uh, in person. But that one was marked urgent Those because are disappearances are obviously a big deal. Yep. So we have two urgent matters, and um, you also have Zeke waiting on you. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Zeke's not paying us. He said, go heal yourselves, and then come find me. So that's what we did. Yeah, I think, <laughs> He I think just didn't realize that we were fucked up. So those, those of you watching, uh, this is where you're going to realize that we know that Zeke expects us now, but our characters think we have time. <laughs> oh, Cass definitely knows that. Oh, okay, cool, because I don't. <laughs> okay, well, I thought it was obvious. I mean, he's probably just, like, in an abandoned building, just squatting in there, waiting for us yeah, to show up. Yeah, but he does up. that every day. I was going to say, isn't that, that's what, he does? Isn't that no his life? what he does? <laughs> what he does. Probably just hangs upside down in the dark room. Is he a bat? And listens to... I am Batman. <laughs> emo music or something. Alright, so if I remember right, we we were all at, like, the like the VIP area, like, planning stuff? Yes, so point, you guys have so taken your breakfast there. up there, and remember that you are all at uh, temporarily one above your natural strain threshold because of your wonderful meal that you had received. Don't double up from last time, just remember that it is right. there. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was wound threshold, not strain threshold. No, Because I have a plus one next to wounds. It's def- it was definitely I know strain. It was definitely strain threshold. Whoop. You don't want to die. I'm, I am the party's off tank, so no, I don't want to die <laughs> by <Yeah>. circumstance. <laughs> Even when he's here, I'm the off tank. So uh, you guys are How's still up there. <laughs> Good. I don't, I'm not in the line of fire. As you guys are please go ahead and make a uh, perception check. Perception mm-hmm. as a group. Uh. Eh, just somebody make it and you can have a boost for the group. Let's I've got three yellow. And I add a boost from my ability, so that's a group check. <laughs> three yellow and a boost is a group check. Difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be uh, average. Noise. Sorry, I have some cheating on my finger. I ain't worried about it. That's gross. That's a little bit good. Uh, success, uh, threat, and a triumph. Okay. Uh, well, a triumph is going to immediately net you that uh, as you guys are discussing what you're supposed to do in the sort of crosstalk, you notice that Rio has been uh, very quiet. Uh, and after a short time, 
uh, he kind of like uh, lets out a slight retching sound and then says, I'll be back. And uh, boosts himself from the table real fast. Any idea? Drank too much? Mm. That's not even the fun stuff. I don't want to know. Do you not know? Because I'm pretty sure I haven't uh, been subtle about it. (laughs) Okay. So, let's assume he's out for at least a little while here. We have... We have the, the two options on the table that we were talking about doing. How do we want to do these? I think at this point... We don't have to take a contract immediately afterwards. We also have Zeke waiting for us. I mean... Yeah, but without fur is going down the path that Zeke is going to want us to go down something we can do. We can always go down that path until we need fur. Provided the rebels don't ambush us again. Well, but like what's fur going to do about that? (laughs) (laughs) Historically, not much. (laughs) I love the guy, but like (laughs) <laughs> How'd that work out for us last time? Last I checked, we both still have lightsaber wounds in our chests. <clears throat> I don't know. None of us know. That's why we're confused. I think we should take something small just to get a little bit more money. I have plenty of money. First, yeah. Plenty? Well, like, not counting my 10,000 credit debt for organ replacement, but... Yeah. So we Well, we not counting any of my debts, I have plenty of money. To <laughs> right? If we assume that I don't have to feed or shelter myself. Whoa, whoa, those aren't debts. <laughs> those aren't debts. That's just, like, daily spending money. Yeah. Right, so let's go get some more daily spending money. I have plenty of that. Okay, well then let's go get some more money that we can put towards getting your organs replaced. You know, when you put it that way, it sounds a lot better. Yeah. Two of these jobs should be easy as shit. Let's do those then. On paper, they look easy. Don't shake your head at me, Cass. (laughs) It's just a milk run. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a doctor, not a milkman. Remind me what the... So the, we got the, the easy money is. Rio brought us one that sounds like negotiating uh, protection racket. Like okay. They had one. Was that what I will admit side? that I am not strong at negotiation. I'm great at negotiation. Just usually yeah, ends up I with. I think that's more Rio's forte. Probably why it was handed to him. The other thing us. we could do is go investigate disappearances. It's the other urgent contract. But what if we disappear? <laughs> then we'd have a big problem. <laughs> How is the disappearances, I think, will benefit us. Because it's in the same line as what the Ripper's doing. Right. It doesn't seem like it is the Ripper. 
It's not his MO. Maybe a copycat, though. But it might be a copycat. And even if it's someone unrelated, uh, being in the same thought process, having two predators in the area might lend us uh, some insight. That's true. Also, if we go after and capture a copycat, then the real person might realize that we feel a little bit of pressure. Maybe. I think the disappearances are the right route to go. Um, I don't know. Without fur, and I'm going to doubt that Rio is going to be joining us. He never struck me as one of the strong constitution. No, and if he's ill from drinking, he's down for the day. That has been the case previously. So, I'm going to contact Gitska and see if we can get another set of hands. Sounds good. Worst case, nothing. Best case, we at least have somebody else. Makes sense. So, I'm going to step away from the table briefly and uh, contact Gitska. Are we still at breakfast time? Yeah, it's early. Uh, Probably... <clears throat> I think Rio said that the conversation didn't happen until after 11 because that's how long it took him to get up. So. <laughs> yeah, he woke up late and then just puked. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's brunch time. Sounds good. Uh, so you chime uh, uh, Gizka, trying to get in, talk, in contact with him. Mm-hmm. There's a brief pause and you hear vocally, Yes? Are you still up here? No, I'm down here, but what do you want? He's like right under the balcony, like with this like, with a plate in his hands. Like, I'm like looking down, and like at first I'll like go like I'm gonna hop over them, look at the brace, but bad plan. You have a brief, vivid vision of the force <laughs> ten seconds ahead with you lying in a heap. <laughs> oh, God. I'm gonna walk down the stairs instead. Uh, Giska will quickly run over to the table that he has the serving dish. Uh, handed over, continuing his duties as a waiter um, when he is not as your as his handler, and uh, will meet you at the base of the stairs, uh, hurriedly, kind of like wiping off his hands on the towel he's got on his apron. So, did not mean to interrupt other work. That's fine. Um, we're thinking of grabbing the disappearances contract, going and investigating that. However, Rio appears to have had way more to drink than we thought, mm. and fur is down. Do you know of another set of hands that we can bring on for a cut? Down and floating. Vividity must like him. I will, uh, you know, actually, uh, I've got a couple a couple regulars here. Um, let me check who is not on currently another task, and I'll get back to you. Excellent. We'll be up there. I'll, uh, I'll send them up, or I'll let you know where to find them. Sounds great. Thank you. I'll back up. Sounds like it's going to have... A regular that he can point our way gives us one more set of hands. Uh, I advise all before it's a cut. Like we're not paying anything more than that to add somebody to the crew. Sounds good. I think it's the right idea. I just don't like it. I don't like meeting new people <laughs> or working with them. Hard to know who to trust in this town. In any town. Oh. This is the only town I've seen in a very long time. It's the only time you remember seeing. 
<laughs> Very long time. So you guys are eating, talking amongst yourself, uh, uh, getting a couple jabs at each other, bantering and uh, talking about the good old days and all that. And then, and by good old days, the last like three days that have been utter, utter hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, shortly thereafter... Giska comes up, followed by a very large, uh, sort of bulky figure. Um, comes up to the table and kind of steps aside so that there's that, he, that he's not standing between uh, the new figure and the table and kind of gives a slight bow and says, um, this is one of my um, other uh, warren workers, uh, Dradesh. Dradesh? Dradesh. Nice to meet you. Go ahead and describe what I'm looking at. Uh, so, uh, uh, Dradesh is a uh, six foot tall, uh, bulky Klaatuinian. Uh, uh, so he's uh, s- somewhat like a, a dog-like race uh, in the Star Wars universe. Um, I actually have a picture uh, here. No, go the other way. Good luck. Nope, still not there. Can't see it. That's kind of what it looks like. That's not great, but... uh, (laughs) Spiky Doggo? Spiky Doggo. Um, He is... uh, You see uh, he's got two weapons slinged. Um, You probably instantly notice uh, that he is carrying a slug thrower um, alongside a heavy blaster rifle. Um, Another projectile nerd. Uh, and he is wearing uh, a pretty uh, substantial uh, set of combat armor uh, that has minor minor scuffs and scrapes in it. Um, like he's seen some shit before, uh, but not like he doesn't take care of it. So what's the job? To start, we're investigating some disappearances, but that tends to happen. Thoughts are that it might be... There's a potential that it's related to a serial killer. You familiar with the river? A copycat of some kind? I've read the news. I haven't investigated any of the scenes or anything. Not my, not my style. Uh, Dradesh uh, has worked for um, Zeke before. So um, just want to let you know that he's in good confidence. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've worked for a lot of people. That's good. I feel like Zeke makes bad choices. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, we're one of his bad choices, so like, don't get me wrong. It's just proving the point, though. <laughs> <laughs> So when do we want to head out? How much time do you need to prepare? I'm always ready to go. What's the cut? It's fairly self-explanatory. It's a cut. What's the percentage? One five cut per person. Like even okay. shares. Like I, I don't know how else to how to how to say this. One quarter portion. <laughs> point, point two five, twenty-five percent, one fourth. Uh, one hole divided four ways. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want from me. Point two five. Sometimes rates vary in our line of work. Do they? Yes. 
Oh. Would you prefer a smaller cut? No. Okay. Then let's Would you go. accept a smaller cut? <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, there you go. Good talk. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you? That's exactly what we needed. Thank you. Okay. Contact me if you have any other issues. He waves back. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's blind! <laughs> Alright, so we have a construction site we need to get to then. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll pull the contract up. <clears throat> so you open up your contract thing, and like two seconds later it pops up as your uh, as an active warrant. Perfect. I'll open that up so we get where we need to go and get going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as previously mentioned, it's in one of the lower quadrants of the city. So it's not quite high top, but it's uh, in one of the uh, sort of undercarriages and things like that. But definitely not on ground level. So you actually yeah, have to see... not where we're at. It's, it's up, up above us. It's up above us. <laughs> uh, it is definitely not like a bayside job. It is a, uh, it is your, a foyer into the actual city proper. Um, you have to take a That'll couple... You have to take a couple of lifts in order to get there. So basically, um, you can go down several blocks to um, a column, you know, because there's various columns that uh, sort of erupt from the ground like trees to support the city above you. Um, there are several that are uh, sort of like utility columns that have like lifts and things like that that take you up. Um, it's quite easy to find your way into that part of town. And um, I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> is security. At a higher level, on the upper, uh, upper town, upper city. Uh, as far as people's personal value of their own security and their funds to be able to manage it, yes. So, like structures tend to have surveillance cameras. People tend to have electronic locks on their stuff, as opposed to Bayside and uh, Undercity, which has shanties and like lumber constructed and things like that, that uh, might have like a deadbolt or something that they've jury-rigged, but these are actually prefabbed or hand-created structures that are built with these things in mind. And for, uh, if if someone were to be carrying illegal things, contraband mm-hmm. and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, is there any sort of, are there places where people are searched, like going into specific buildings or things like that? Some buildings that are considered to be high security might, but the uh, frequency of finding places like that is very low in this part of the town. This is almost literally the bridge between Upper City and uh, Under City, where uh, there are like prefab, prefab structures, businesses, and things like that, but they are bland, they are bleak, and they are basically... Um, almost kind of condescending in the way that they handle it. It's where people who aren't homeless go, but it's definitely not where people of station live. Alright. Good to know. You guys arrive with a hiss uh, at the top of the column, and you notice that, unlike the ground before, which is a uh, mishmash of, like, flat, barren permacrete, um, and uh, oftentimes just open dirt, uh, you notice that there is actually, like... uh, Roads and uh, sidewalks that have imprints that make them look like tiles. Um, different buildings uh, have a certain amount of permanence to them. They're geometric, they're uniform, structured, uh, and not the sort of ramshackle mishmash of uh, whatever is available that you've been used to down below. Your destination is probably just a few blocks in. 
nothing too far or difficult for you to get to. It's well within your power to walk comfortably. Uh, down or in this center of town, where below rain would just pour in the vacant spaces. Off, excuse me. Oftentimes, this center of this part of town, since it's kind of like embedded, is uh, it seems like a lot of the rain is funneled into certain areas. So there is literally columns of water hmm. that are just kind of pumping down through like open air. Uh, but the open air is like um, like a circle designed to let it through, and then the rest is like stone and platform that that go out in all directions. So it's like um, not enough that they have like open plumbing that circulates it and things like that. But they've whatever is up above has condensed <clears throat> it into a stream and just drops it. Targeted waterfalls. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very common sight here. You see them all over the place. It's kind of almost like uh, a natural phenomenon where uh, it's. Just like waterfall after waterfall after waterfall. I do my best to look inconspicuous and normal mm-hmm. and boring. How big around are those? Uh, oftentimes they vary, but for the most part, you would guess that each one's about six meters wide, about. Okay, so they're enormous. Yeah, they're wow. like as if the upper city is funneling the rainwater through different like chutes. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them are that big, like I said. But oftentimes they're they're not just uh, like a house drain or something like that. They and are, do they just go down to ground? Or? Yeah, they go down below. Um, they fall probably several um, several hundred feet, and by that time they've dissipated into the, sort of like the spray. Um, but um, interesting, yeah. For the most part, they are uh, pretty substantial. So? Is that why it's constantly raining? <laughs> it's constantly raining because the planet is constantly raining. But uh, unfortunately, you guys, uh, whatever coverage the city could provide, they tend to negate that. Fuck the undercity. It might as well not be covered. And you're aware of the history of the undercity at this point from being yeah. there. That basically the undercity is where people who don't have jobs end up. So they come here as like pioneers, as working for a company. Company goes belly up, all of its workers either get shunted off planet for those who can afford it, or they end up in the in the lower city if they don't get if they don't get appropriated for their skills into other places. Robert, coming to the lower city near you. That's the rule of the under city. <laughs> Feels bad, man. <clears throat> so you guys make your way through town unless you do anything else. And there. Uh, you look somewhat out of place, as well armed as you are. Uh, this place doesn't have a lot in the way of security. However, you do notice that at certain points, like at the top of the lifts, um, various stations and things like that, that you do see some uniformed, very lightly armored figures that oftentimes are at major areas of importance. You only pass a few of them. They appear to be some kind of corporate security. So when stormtroopers... When there's not enough stormtroopers for certain areas, they uh, the corporates take care of their own. Um, and this part is definitely a more corporate-controlled area than, than uh, what you've been used to. Uh, the structure that you come across is actually, uh, from the, the appearances, you kind of make your way there, and enough of the, you've moved past <clears throat> enough of the buildings to be able to see it. Uh, all you can really see are about, like, 20-meter-tall walls in all directions. Um, that kind of like block it off 
um, from like view, but you do see several uh, partially constructed like spires coming out of it, um, as if it's like mid construction. Obviously, yeah. uh, pretty easy to determine. Um, but you notice that the walls are tall enough that, uh, for the most part, there's no like getting an idea of the sheer uh, size or quality of the structure inside. But you definitely can guess just by the uh, dimensions of the foundation, just kind of like looking around the length and the width of it, that it's going to be a fairly large one. Makes sense. So, if this is a spot, we need to get inside this fence, wherever the nearest gate is. Let's go find the door. <clears throat> there are uh, what appear to be a, a couple um, different large loading bay doors um, along there that you believe that they probably take in and out large scale materials for the building process, but you do also see one closed uh, like personnel door on the gate. And both of them are basically like think of the wall as like a flush like uh, maybe slightly textured uh, flat plane, and the doors are basically just like a few centimeters um, like difference in that. Just enough that if you're looking, you can find them, but it's definitely not trying to advertise them. But you said the one for freight is open? No, not, none of them are open. Okay. Who wants uh, to find a back door? We don't need a back door. We're here on a job. They're hiring us. Open the personnel door. Uh, so the old personnel door does not slide when you put pressure on it. There is, however, a keypad near nearby that you could access. Is Probably there... have to call. Yeah. <clears throat> See if there's contact information. There is. I will call them. Okay. Uh, you uh, shortly thereafter. It does whatever the Star Wars equivalent is of ringing for a little while. Uh, and then a rather chipper voice answers, Hello, how may I help you? We're here about disappearances, job, contract. I'm afraid I don't know what you mean. Could Jeez. you be more specific? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's an automated system. I need to talk to the foreman at this site, and I'll list off whatever the name of the location is that we have. Did you have an appointment? Say yes. Yes. Please, uh, please enter your reference number. I'm not trying to bullshit that. <laughs> it's probably four digits. Yeah, I'm gonna eight two one seven. Hit zero. <laughs> ask. Can I speak to a representative? <laughs> representative. I mean, that does normally work. Representative. And you just keep repeating it until you get an actual fucking person. Try 8091 and then do that. If that doesn't work. I guess I'll try that. Okay, so you just give them a, a four-digit number. Yeah, I, I was going to see if... Yeah, yeah, I'll just give them a four-digit number. Go ahead and roll a bluff check, or yeah. whatever the equivalent of that is. Okay. Uh, uh, difficulties wouldn't be hard. Yeah, I'm going to fucking suck at this. That deception, though. Uh, deception's not terrible. I need one more green. Uh, that's going to be three success and one threat. Wow, okay. <laughs> you say, you hear, uh, one moment. Um, I'm afraid that number is, 
it has expired. Uh, I wasn't told that uh, we would be receiving another uh, inspection this soon. Uh, but let me let me get in contact with the uh, the foreman on duty, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Thank Works. you. <laughs> Oh, that's it's always a zero nine one. Just saying. Automated system stuttered quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to add realism, I think. Make you feel like you're talking says, to a person. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be a droid too. It might not be like an actual. It's you ever hear a droid system. stutter? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Haven't you? <laughs> you ever hit a droid in the head thirty times? They start stuttering pretty quick. Have you ever heard of C three PO? Uh, there's a, an electronic buzzing um, probably about 15 seconds after uh, you basically door. hung up, uh, and the door kind of goes chunk and then slides sideways, uh, opening you up into uh, open air. Uh, you do see as you um, as you uh, gain visibility into there, there are two figures who are walking towards you. Excellent. You notice the uh, the um, sort of uh, shorter but broader features of a Nemoidian. And also the um, sort of slate gray uh, carapist um, protocol droid following behind him. And uh, can't wait for the Nemoidian accent. Duck under the doorway. Don't, don't know. <laughs> uh, the Nemoidian is looking down at a data pad, uh, is walking and reading at the same time, and seems to not even like pay you guys much mind until uh, basically walks straight up to you. Uh, the protocol droid, however, who is kind of shuffling along behind him in your classical protocol, like, stiff gait, says, Oh! You were outside this whole time! How rude of me! You should have just said so! Are you the foreman? Yeah, I'm the foreman. Cool. We're here about, uh, disappearances. I'm doing the fucking... I'm not doing the voice. You're not doing the voice. I'm not doing the voice. The Moidians have a very distinct. People voice. pay good money to hear this voice. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like do it. No. <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad. Um, uh, let me guess. You're here about the contract. Yep. Indeed, we are. Great. So it's, it's only our third overseer this month. Wow. Oh, so it's not just workers. It's, it's your... Yeah, we don't really have workers here. Not in the traditional sense. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, laborers? What was that? Droid laborers? Uh, in fact, 100%, except for the uh, overseers. Any droids disappearing? Uh, no, they're all in working order, which is surprising. Uh, uh, so we've got a... Good healthy... for business, though. If I was a droid and trying to start an uprising, the first thing I would get rid of is my master's. Uh, unfortunately, okay. that's what we're going with. <laughs> how many people have disappeared? Not how that works. That's Three. a better question. Uh, so I'm going to hand you off over here to uh, T90, and uh, he'll be able to fill you in on the details. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, he's got all authority to tell you everything that the business is allowed to do. Um, my what shift, about the things it's not allowed to do? Then it won't do that. So who should we ask in that case? Uh, you probably shouldn't ask. <laughs> you probably shouldn't ask if you're not supposed to do it. Just saying, people have gone missing. Right. So uh, your job we come to it. is to figure out what's going on, stop it, and if possible, I'll bet you ten credits will come to it. 
I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my shift we got over like a half hour ago, so uh, best of luck. And he just sort of like chimes on his keypad a couple times, walks over, slots it into a like basically an open slot, which then shuts behind it, and he just Please. pieces out. All right. How many people have gone missing? Uh, three people. Uh, all of them overseers, and all of them during the midnight um, wipe. Wipe? The midnight wipe? Yes. Um, perhaps it'll be more clear if I give you a brief tour of the area. Um, Talk while you walk. Yes. Do it. So, I'm going to pull out my data pad, um, and I'm going to uh, send my comm signal um, to anyone else in the general vicinity that has uh, comms. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, you basically get an open invitation for everyone within like 15 feet. Do you want to join this channel? And yeah. Like... yeah. Fucking Discord invites. <laughs> <laughs> um, the droid says, no thank you, and starts moving on. Good. Uh, so welcome to Hattori Industry Construction, where the finest droids are used to work round the clock in order to provide uh, the most efficient service. Um, and as he makes his way into the structure, which you can tell is basically a large, multi-leveled, like sort of like, um, the width incrementally decreases to almost be ziggurat-ish, um, as uh, kind of like walks in. There's no windows yet, um, but as you kind of do, you immediately notice that this, there's a, a massive scuttling going on around you. There are droids of so many different makes and models that it's hard to count. Um, some of them are, like, moving around, uh, sort of, like, buffering the ground as they move, as if, like, part of their, like, lower section is actually, like, a brush. Um, you notice that there are small, like, like Roomba-ish style droids, but with, like, spider legs that are currently skittering up the walls and would stop at points where the wall's in partial construction and would start to almost spray into the void uh, new surface area as if it was like 3D printing the building as it goes up. As you can tell, we use only the most advanced technologies in our construction contracts. We may be pricey, but we're definitely worth it, and keeps marching on down the hallway. All of our droids are prevented from uh, maintaining any kind of uh, rebellious instincts, shall we say, uh, as you put it, uh, by a, something of a process we call the Midnight Wipe. Uh, at midnight, all progress is saved in the central computer, and then after all of that information is downloaded, metrics, logistics, progress, things like that, then each of the droid's memory is wiped on, uh, of all previous details that happened that day. And then in the morning, it is re-downloaded for their progress and where to continue. This prevents droids... Yes? How often is maintenance performed on the central unit? The, the maintenance unit is supposed to be standalone and may be able to maintain far past the point of um, construction. What happens if corrupted data is uploaded from a droid to that central unit? Well, I'm not exactly units. sure how a droid would maintain corrupted data, but the central unit maintains a sophisticated firewall that is able to parse the data that it absorbs and able to remove extraneous data during the wiping process. Okay. How often are you wiped? Uh, all droids are wiped every every 24 hours at midnight. There's about an hour-long process where all droids shut down, upload their consciousness to the central unit, all data is wiped, 
and then re-download it again. What's the overseer's job during that hour? The overseer is to oversee the central unit and also to make sure that all droids are operating within standard facility. I like you. (laughs) (laughs) Operate within uh, standard operating uh, parameters. If there's a maintenance issue, or as you put it, the central unit appears to be uh, corrupted, or anything else, they are stepping in where potentially a droid who has had their memory wiped so many times could not make that authoritative decision. No further questions, Your Honor. You're welcome. Uh, he leads you basically into the center of the structure uh, where there's just droids all around you, and he says, I will be seeing to my duties further. If you have any other questions, please let me know. I have a question. Of course. When was the first person... Uh, when did they first disappear? Uh, I would say about three weeks ago. And the second one? Uh, about two weeks ago. And the third one? About a week ago. And since then, the overseer has not disappeared? Same overseer? The well, last we have week. not yet hired one as the rash of disappearance is happening on a, uh, a easily... Sorry. Predictable? Uh, yeah, a very predictable pattern. Hmm. And unfortunately, our, uh, both the, our standing in the media and also our empathy for organic beings prevents us from hiring another, spe- another, uh, another overseer until the history of what happened to the other ones is discovered. Which and is where so you come in. is anyone doing the job currently? Uh, you are the first to respond. Excellent. I know. Mean, is anyone the doing the job of the overseer? Is anyone overseeing? Uh, we have a temporary overseer that has come from corporate, uh, as you just uh, met, uh, uh, Tiguan, who has just left. Except he's not going to be here at midnight because he just got off. He's, he's coming. Back. <laughs> if I was working this job, I wouldn't be here at midnight either. Well, it's <laughs> it's twelve thirty in the afternoon, so his shift begins far later into the night. What's the pay of the overseer? I'm afraid that is privileged information, and I'm not allowed to uh, divulge corporate secrets. So you don't think that maybe these guys just left because the compensation's crap? Uh, usually that would be... exactly one week increments? Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I'm saying that maybe there's an outlier. I would say that it would be very unusual that someone with the paycheck of the overseer would uh, not maintain this job when the only difficulty is just to be observant and also work overnight. Not very observant, they keep disappearing. Are there any surveillance cameras that would be... that we can view? We do have uh, security drones that patrol the perimeter and also the inside of the facility that allow us to maintain observation on all droids' activities during that time. Are they also wiped at midnight? However, their details are also wiped at midnight. Mm -hmm. But they're they're uploaded to the central computer, right? Correct. All day, that data is saved inside the central processing unit. But for the hour that the the swapover is happening, unfortunately, that data is uh, not present. They have a security... They are completely blacked out for an hour. Every day. Every day. I can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a corporate number that we can contact to uh, voice concerns about their business model? I do believe that there is a website that you may uh, post any forms of opinions or... uh, Fill out a form. You're damn well sure that I'm going to use that. (laughs) Make sure you leave a Yelp review, too. Let me oh be clear God, that surveillance kidding? does exist on 
that hour. However, On a 23-hour-a-day basis. However, during that hour, there has been no surveillance taken during those nights. It is as if somebody has shut down the few remaining droids that remain operational during the transfer. Okay. The droids that remain operational during the transfer, uh, when is it decided which droids remain operational? Usually the security droids remain operational throughout the hour process, at which point they are systematically cycled through, so that there is always observation happening. Okay, we want to see the observation um, tapes, I guess, for the three nights that people disappeared, except you just said that there isn't any of that. Correct. That is part of the conundrum. During that hour, nobody has any information about what has happened, and everyone's memory is wiped of the subject. Is there any surveillance at the outside of the building? Um, not that I am aware of. <laughs> except for one hour, <laughs> there's not. <laughs> the facility goes into lockdown. The walls are electronically and electromagnetically sealed. The fence grid goes up. So there is no chance that anyone could arrive from the outside of the building except for, <laughs> kind of looks up, perhaps coming from straight above, but that seems unlikely. Can we get an are access card me? so that, well, can we get an access card so that while we are investigating this, we can come and go as we please? Uh, the door should be unlocked. You just press a button on the side and it will slide open for you. What about during the night when it's electronically sealed? Uh, unfortunately, the protocol states that we cannot change that directive. Um, it would compromise the integrity of our building. What integrity? In- All of your overseers are gone. That is correct. In- I am aware of this fact, and it they is have very the temporary sad. guy from corporate. Don't forget that. Inform the existing overseer that we will be staying overnight. I see. Are you sure that's wise? I'm sure that that's not wise. Uh, no. It is, in fact, not intelligent, but it is the only way that any of us will be here during an hour when nothing gets recorded. Why don't we uh, bring our own droids? I'm afraid I must protest. Why? Uh, that is the, our hour of, of highest vulnerability, and unfortunately, while we do want you to find the people in, uh, responsible for this, it, it, it's, it's against protocol for do you to be here. Do you have the authority to refuse that from us since we were hired to investigate this, or do you need I, to go get the overseer? Uh, Why don't you run along and go get your boss? How uh, uh, rude! Uh, and he kind I of like, like stutters. Right? <laughs> you can totally jump from there to the floor without being too hurt, right? <laughs> right now? No. Not I'm now. Gonna tap the braces on my knees. When you aren't crippled. <laughs> uh, how high up is it? Pretty high. Like uh, I think range? I said. I think I said like thirty meters up. So it's still a medium range. Yeah, so the top of the wall, which is, like I said, uh, or maybe I didn't say this, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the wall is, was like 30 meters. So the wall up is and like 30 meters and then has a like uh, like a grid around the top of it. But the ceiling, straight up. See, the ceiling goes up many hundreds of meters after that. Oh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. no you no. could jump technically jump to the, the top of the wall, but that would put you on the grid, which uh, if you uh, caught the detail... The wall is electrified at a certain point. Um, but then once you got to the wall, which there's almost nothing to stand onto, so there would be a risk of falling, uh, you would then have to then fall again, medium yeah. distance. Jump, jump. Uh, I would like to pull out my data pad, and I want to access the holonet uh, if I can. Um, I'm trying to look up information of 
uh, who owns the property, um, and more importantly, who owns uh, the majority shares of uh, HTI, who runs it, who's profiting from this, um, and I'm looking specifically for um, who could profit if it fails. This okay. dude can figure all this out and doesn't shoot us during this mission. I think it or might be a step up above Gath, uh, <laughs> Rio. Uh, well. So, uh, so uh, Hattori Industries uh, is the owner, uh, which has been previously uh, mentioned. They are an expensive but, uh, but efficient company in which they employ all droids um, on a sophisticated network. And this is like this is like their slogan stuff that they mm-hmm. that they brag about um, to build facilities faster than most people and most most working people. It's basically, like their tagline is like, you know, why you know why hire people who need eat and need to eat and sleep when yeah. you can just have droids work for you forever. Um, and uh, they are owned by uh, a larger corporation. Um, doing some research, it's pretty easy to tell that they're a part of another um, like large conglomerate of other corporations, and this is a small subsidiary of that. Um, it links up to the point where the corporation is too large for you to be able to find any kind of, like, I hate Hattori Industries and I want to see them burn type thing. There's just thousands of people involved in that company alone, and it's not even the main company. It's just a branch of it. How long has it existed on this planet? It has existed fairly uh, early into the planet's existence. Um, usually, when a uh, custom job needs to be done, um, they come in, basically take over a section, and then just like a bunch of busy bees, just construct a hive and then move on from there. Also, it's just HI. Uh, you said technical industries before, so that's. Atari Technical uh, Industries, yeah. probably what I said. Yeah, I didn't that. Yeah. Okay. It's HTI. HTI, yep. <laughs> I was uh, cutting it short for a conversation. Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, topically, they have great reviews. I'm sure they do. I bet. They're clean as a fucking whistle. <laughs> uh, you said there were... They're, as fuck. Uh, they're all boxed. Like, tons um, of different kinds of droids, right? Yes. So, it seems like all of them are working on a different part of the construction at It's dirty. Time. Does... Uh, is there a uh, standardization uh, for the droids? Or is it like they got whatever droids they could and, and modified them to be able to do the jobs they need? Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, Difficulty. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be hard with a setback. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, no, sir. I fail with threat. Okay. A threat. Uh, you were able to notice that there are a few droids that seem to be of similar uh, make. So, like, when you would see the spider bots running around, you, you can kind of be like, oh, those are spider bots. Like, that's something they use for that. And the, oh, those are the butt scrubbers that scrub the ground as they walk. You know, type of thing like that. That does seem like how I would describe them. <laughs> right. But other than scrubber. that, you don't see anything unusual. <laughs> butt scrubber. All right. Butt, butt scrubber. scrubber. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, pull out... I have a... Uh, 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 it's a hollow uh, communicator. Uh, hollow it's on, communicator. It's on my Ooh. wrist, uh, and I'm going to uh, dial Gitska. So extra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, it's like. Uh, it takes about um, 
It takes about ten seconds after you die for him to say, oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. And you hear kind of like the clattering of plates and like um, people talking for a second. Uh, audio cuts out, but you can, but the uh, it still has the indicator of like you're still online. Um, you wait about another fifteen minutes after that, and Giska's upper body actually materializes on the hollow. Oh, sorry about that, Giska. Do you have any slicers at the agenda right now? Slicers? Uh, I might be able to find a couple. Um, generally, slicers are sort of home buddies. They don't really hang out around this type of establishment. Do you know any that work through the agenda? Um, it would take time, but I could reach out to a few of them. Problem is they have to approach each one individually and ask them if they're available. What are, what are you looking for? I need uh, internal information on HTI. I see. Uh, HTI. You hear a moment, and he kind of like leans forward, and his hands are moving on something. Um, and... Uh, uh, you hear a small voice in the background begin to recite the information that you had previously heard. Mm-hmm. HTI is the leading, you know, provider <laughs> of droid. droid no, it's that fucking bitch computer. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, I need some deep information here. Uh, mostly, I'm just getting caught up on the on the the subject of conversation. But um, <laughs> I could. How soon do you need them? Preferably before midnight. Oof. Within a day. Now. now That's going to be really difficult. Um, and my ship doesn't get off for another hour and a half. Um, I don't even Chris. know what he does. All right. <laughs> He's a waiter. He's a blind waiter. <laughs> Poor kid's working two jobs. Give him a break. <laughs> oh. Um, Give him a break. I'll see what I can do, but I can't promise anything at this rate. I mean, can't you just pretend to be sick? Work for Rio. Uh, but Rio was very sick. Well, yeah, so could you be. Rio's full of shit. Uh, <clears throat> I'll see what I can do. Um, can you do me a favor? Uh, can Can you check the bar and see if Rio's there? Uh, he was not at the bar. Okay. He's He's down in the He's down in the um, the sick bay. Oh. He's very sick. Maybe he is sick. <laughs> Maybe he's really good at faking it. No, he's pretty sick. There's a 4% cut for whoever who takes a job. Five if you can get Avidity to do it. Avidity to uh, look into the company? Yeah. All right, well, I'll talk to Avidity. Uh, what what do you want her to find for you? Because uh, digging into a corporate's uh, trash, a corporation's trash, is a very time-intensive and labor-intensive process. I need the dirt on this corporation. Nothing is this clean. Nothing... Has no issues, no problems. I mean, look at how many scrubbers they've got. Something has been swept out of the room. Someone's been paid off. Something has moved aside. All right, I will. There are thousands of very poor people on this planet, and their jobs have been replaced by droids because they can do it faster. Somebody is going to be upset. Somewhere. Someone has been silenced. Somewhere. I need to know who, and I need to know it quickly. Ooh, that's dark. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Everything's dark for you, kid. Boom. Oh, 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 wow! Oh. A blind joke. <laughs> you can't <laughs> even see blind. already gone. <laughs> okay, then. And he hangs up. 
Which actually just calls him back. <laughs> hey, no, no discount. Hung up on you. <laughs> I am. So, so that droid just left us here. Yep. 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 I told him All to right. go get their box. He basically uh, told him to fuck off and he did. I'm gonna I'm go gonna... check next door and see if there's surveillance cameras on the building next door that might be able to have another building. Kind of a, a side view of coming and going or the wall. Cass, if you idea. had to, if you had to get in here, why don't you go find how you do that? <clears throat> I'm curious how that would go. He would get in. He'd find a way in, it's just a matter of what it is. Probably just jump boots. Okay, or assume, a jetpack if I had the money. Assume the defense grid's on. A jetpack. And try to get into the room. Well, the thing about a... Modified ascension pistol? The thing about a tough nut is that it's it's only uh, at its strong point during a, a certain period of time. So if it's... You mean if 23 it's, hours a day? If it's completely locked oh, down... If it's completely locked down for... One hour. One hour... Then you just get in when it's not locked down. It sounds like the door is open. So as long as you can get in and then just stay there, then all you got to do is pop out when the time is right. Yep. Well, then let's find some spots that would uh, serve as... Also, there are, uh, there are pieces of equipment that uh, block scanners <laughs> and make it difficult for droids to detect you. As you guys are talking, you're, you're momentarily interrupted by a sort of like humming sound as a sort of like a black um, floating metallic uh, droid kind of like hovers near you. It turns and it looks at you and it's kind of like uh, almost a T-shape um, with a couple glowing points on the three uh, major points of the lower part and the two wings. Um, and you can tell that there's a glowing red sensor on the front that kind of like cycles between you and goes doo-doo-doo-doo Boop, and just keeps flying on. I think we just got scanned. But observant. It just seemed like it got in proximity and checked you out and then moved on. That means we have clearance. Yeah. We kind of have to have clearance. Well, let's check out the surrounding area. I'm going to head and basically go around the block and just kind of go into or check out any nearby buildings, see if there's any surveillance cameras or anything that I see as an outwardly visible sensor that might be able to get view of anything relevant. Okay. Uh, So we'll have you do probably reasonable for... um, I'll let you do perception or streetwise. Definitely perception. Basically, you're looking for anything that might be a recording device and also is looking towards the building. Difficulty? Okay. Uh, Difficulty is going to be... Let's do average with the setback. And... Sweet. I get to remove the setback. Nice. Because he died. Yeah, I think you do it. Well, I see a yep. lot of... Uh, two and one. Two and one. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, so that is what you are in the process of doing. Is anyone else going to be taking any actions? Uh, yeah, I think we're happening? looking around inside. Okay. Are you guys, uh, like, taking any particular areas first? Are you taking any patterns in the way that you're searching? Are you kind of just, like, each taking a point and just kind of sweeping the net? 
Uh, I will be looking for um, ventilation, the size and location of ventilation shafts. Hmm. Um, and I will also be looking at anything that comes in contact with a, a, an actual person. So anywhere the overseers would go uh, on their job. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, does it, are you guys taking anything? I would process? like to check the uh, drainage. Mm. Um, because a building of this size is going to have mm-hmm. huge connections to uh, whatever the drainage system is. And they're not operational um, or not being used anyway. Okay. So I want to check and see what the defenses are like there. Perfect. Okay. Anything from from your sweepingness of it? Um, I want to check out around where uh, where the droids are taken to be wiped. Mm. Mm, okay. Perfect. Uh, All right. And where the security droids uh, hang out while they're being cycled. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll start with you. Uh, so you are looking around the streets, um, kind of like pacing up and down. You uh, see a couple things that like might be ornamentation that are uh, hidden cameras, and you kind of like look and then kind of like back up to get like a, a field of view. And you do that a few times, and you think that most of them probably serve no purpose by looking up towards the building. Um, but you do notice on the cross street, sort of uh, across the street, uh, is one that's sort of out on the sidewalk. And mm. it's kind of a little low for what you're going for, but sure. you think maybe it catches the street outside. Um, okay. So you notice that it's a tailor. Okay, I'll head in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you do, you come across a um, a uh, a woman sitting uh, at a desk um, doing some uh, paperwork, and she's got graying hair that's sort of like cropped along the sides and the back, and sort of uh, a little bit long on the top that kind of like plays out and up a little bit, sort of a, a kind of like in a, in a wisp. Um, and she is wearing a. Um, a sort of dressy suit with a with a, um, uh, a dress shirt and a tie and pants, mm. uh, slacks. And she looks up to you and says, oh, Hello, darling, how may I help you today? Uh, good afternoon. I, I was... Uh, two, two things. Uh, my business and your business. Uh, I'm, I'm actually working a investigation uh, just up the road and was wondering, I saw that you may have a, a security camera that points towards the street. An investigation? How dreadful. Who died? Uh, it's, we don't know if anybody's died yet, but... Uh, um, in my experience, people only do investigations after they've found a body. Well, uh, fortunately, no bodies yet, but unfortunately, no bodies yet. Well, I'll take that as good news. Yeah. How can I be of service? I was just wondering if, uh, if you have access to the uh, security camera. I'll describe where it is and kind of where it's pointing. Yes, um, you believe it happened that close? Uh, no, I just I'm I'm looking to see if uh, we may see ingress or egress of potential suspects. I see. Um, well, I am definitely, if anything, a, a servant of the people. Much so, appreciated. Um, what time zones are you looking for? Uh, looking for sometime uh, about nine p.m. to about five a.m. Hmm. Yes. Uh, looking on, and then I'll list two or three days of, of the week. Okay, perfect. I believe I can help you with that, seeing as you're going to be buying this lovely bowler hat to uh, go along with your ensemble. I was actually uh, uh, also going to see if you could uh, fix this up for me and to kind of shift my robe so that it shows the lightsaber holes. 
uh, was wondering Dear, if you could how could you do that? Patch this up and then I'm gonna turn my back and show her the, the couple in the in the back as well. How do you live with yourself? It's, well, uh, <laughs> I, I almost didn't, but that's why I came to you because you are the best. I. That is quite a lot of praise from a uh, a Wookie, right? Yes. I'm you, I'm sure you're quite well known for your fashion sense, so I'll take that as a compliment. Well, I am going to be buying this fine bowler hat. Uh, you are absolutely. Well, why don't you um, why don't you uh, step into the dressing room and leave those on the uh, bench over there? I'll get you a robe so that you may continue your business in comfort. Do you perhaps have? Uh, the rest of the ensemble to go with the fine bowler hat? It would take time to adjust it to a man of your regal stature. Mm. But it could be done. Let's go with that. And uh, <laughs> I'll take that robe. I'll step into the Excellent. dressing room. She will sort of like hang it over the top and uh, take your time, dearest. And then uh, we'll go about her business. Takes you a moment to, to get in. She brings you basically... Uh, it, it was probably designed for uh, aliens in mind of larger stature, but probably there's a limit to how much big and tall she can have on hand yep. um, for stuff that's not like specifically designed ahead of time. Uh, so it's a bit tight on you. Sure. Uh, but it is uh, fluffy, cottony, um, sort of cloud textured. Nice. Um, and uh, um, when you uh, finally step out again, she's just wonderful, just wonderful. And uh, she has like a laptop, sort of like set on her desk, and she says, "Please take my chair, and uh, I'll go get started on your on your clothes." Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll hit yours. Uh, you are looking for specifically the drainage. Um, so as you look around, you notice that there are several external, um, like smaller ditches and drain pipes that are designed to like catch water. Um, you think that they're like temporary installations that are going to be replaced with more like professional ones once the foundation is complete and the building is operational. Um, but for now, it appears that most of them channel them down towards um, several large grates um, that are approximately the grating themselves like two feet by two feet, something like that. Um, and then the the it goes down like a like a street drain, and then you can see that it, it goes on further. Um, they are probably, um, for the most part, outside, and you see that they're about, like, a very small thing could probably, like, make their way through the drain, but the drain's, uh, security is that it is, um, firmly fastened in place with bolts from the outside, um, and it's a very small tunnel. So, um, it doesn't escape you that there are creatures that are small enough to do that, or potentially droids that can make their way through there, but it is, um, it would be quite a feat. It would be time-intensive. Uh, when you say creatures small enough to make it through, you're talking about, like, really small? Uh, you would have like... to be a very, like, rail-thin or diminutive human, or there's a lot of species that are about, like, um shoulder down from a person that tend to have the proportions um, that would fit that. You think that with work they could squeeze through that as well. So something like a Jawa or a... Jawa, uh, a Drawl, um, 
a uh, Fargold, like something, you know, like... Sil Zero. Yeah. Sil Zero or very, very live. I will take some pictures with my data pad Mm -hmm. of it. Um, I will, uh, I'll grab something, um, like a piece of rebar or something, and try and wedge the grate and just make sure that it's, like, fastened and hasn't been messed with. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll, uh, check the bolts uh, to see if there's any signs of wear. Um, because if, if it got, like, bolted down, then there's no reason, unless somebody fucked up, that it should be, like, have been removed at any point. Uh, so I'll look to see if there's wear on it. I would like you to do a hard perception check. Yeah. Investigation would also be acceptable, I believe, but I don't think that's in this game. No. <laughs> perception is the correct skill. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, the guy who does this is not here, but I succeed. Wow. With a triumph. With a triumph. Yep. With a triumph. Okay, triumph well. and nothing else. So, well, one success. with your success, it is you good. notice... That while there doesn't appear to be any wear and tear, um, there does appear to be some kind of um, even. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to for you to like point it out, but kind of like abrasion across the top of it. Um, it's as if something has come across and kind of like scraped the top of it or buffed the top of it or something like that. Um, you're not quite sure what would cause that. If possibly they were taking off a line of rust or um, part of the cleaning process, you're not quite sure. But looking down, you notice that just below where it's been buffed along the sides, you notice a strange stain uh, along it. That's kind of like as if uh, like rust marks have like sort of like sort of dripping down the sides of the bar. Uh, with your triumph, you also notice there's something glittering down at the bottom of the drain. Mm. Uh, can I tell what kind of thing I'm looking at? Small. Um, it sparkles about um, a coin, maybe, mm. at the bottom of it, or uh, something of a similar nature. Uh, credit shit. Uh, something that has sort of like... Uh, a gold or a metallic reflectiveness, and in the Something water, brassy. it kind of yeah, brassy almost. It kind of like flickers, and it's very hard to see or make out through the water. But you just barely sense that there's something down there. Okay, I will take pictures of the uh, the stain and the buff marks, mm-hmm. and uh, I will continue to look for another way to get um, to this location. Okay, maybe where the um, you said the drains led there. So the drains from the outside led there, and you notice that this large drain is the one that has the um, is the only one that appears to have the buffing on it. Uh, but you do uh, sort of get an idea that based off of the direction of flow and stuff like that for water, that it almost seems to lead towards the building. So you think that there's probably like more drainage inside, probably for like where plumbing goes or something like that. That. Uh, uh, extricates itself into this area. So you might find something else, another grating or something like that inside the building. Alright, I will head that direction. Perfect. And uh, while I'm moving around and checking stuff out, I want to do my best to not be seen by the security droids. Okay. Um, um, go ahead and make a... Uh, this is going to be a stealth? a stealth check that is obviously against their perception. Um, so... Basically what I'm looking for is I'm trying to figure out 
how good a coverage they have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this will be a uh, two red and a green. Oop. Two red and a purple. Yeah, I got it. Oh, purple, I'm sorry. Two red and a green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Green. Yeah, buddy. Ooh. Uh-oh. Well, I uh, do not succeed. Uh, so I get... Uh, one, two, three, four, five advantage and a despair. Five advantage and a despair. Is there anything you would like to do with the advantage before I get to the despair? Not get spotted. <laughs> um, the goal was not to get spotted. That failed. Uh, can I tell where the security is concentrated or where there are locations where it uh, is lighter? Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, the um, We'll call them the patrol droids. Mm-hmm. Um, are concentrated mostly outside. There's probably you can't quite tell because you don't have eyes on all parts of the building at the same time. But you've seen probably a coverage ring that would require uh, anywhere between four and half a dozen. So uh, in that general ballpark, um, they are patrolling the externals, leaving the internals mostly to the other droids. Um, so, uh, it doesn't seem, for whatever reason, they don't seem to feel the need to patrol where the droids are at. Okay. Uh, as you're sort of slinking around, kind of like getting an idea, kind of looking around, you turn the corner and you have a just almost a small heart attack as you come almost face to face with one of the patrol droids. And you notice that the sort of like scanning eye fixes in one point and then builds up for the entire bar. And you just hear the angers as it sort of raises itself up at you, like, looking down You should you. use your advantage to murder this droid. Just out of instinct. <laughs> I will, uh, I will That's scan not a good sound. It faces it. Let, let it. let it look at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives a series of low beeps as if, like, demanding something of you. Um, and, uh, like, it, it's sort of, like, hovers there expectantly, like, waiting for a response. I'm here on a contract. It doesn't seem to react. That's like your problem, man. <laughs> yeah. That's like your opinion, man. Okay, go away. There is a long, I would say, tense moment of it sitting there, and then it just okay, seems to and like it's grumbling with a low hum and make its way <laughs> continued on with its its uh uh, you, you get the sense from what it said, even though you probably don't speak droid, that it basically gave you the, as it flew away. <laughs> I think Sonata's the only one in the initial group that speaks droid. I believe that was what was established. <laughs> Cass does not speak droid. He uh, is not well educated. Uh, so you were looking for the central... Uh, unit, and you were looking for the area in which the person would spend most of their time. Yes. Okay. That's correct. Uh, after looking, you guys end up in basically the same area, uh, which is... Uh, I do want to be doing the same thing Cass was doing and trying to avoid detection by the droids. Then please make a stealth check. In fact, uh, I'm sorry, actually, it's... 
I'm just going to say that it seems successful up until you bump into him, and then he makes no show of stealthing about. So, um, you kind of find yourself both in the same area. I apologize. I would have stealthed. We're supposed to be here. (laughs) Um, And... The area is lower in the building, so you actually go, you're pretty sure, from ground to lower basement to even lower basement, and while you come across multiple, like, levels of, like, facility and stuff like that that's been, for the most part, pretty constructed, um, uh, you've got, like, boiler rooms, quote-unquote, you've got, like, electronic generators, you've got, like, a lot of the things that you'd expect a large building to have, and almost, like, three or four, like, stories down you come across what is, uh, following the labeling on the wall, the central processing unit, um, and also the overseer's office seem to point towards the same direction. Uh, you both arrive there, and you find no real security in the, pro- in, in the area. In fact, it seems sort of deserted, um, as if the process of construction is satisfied, and they're just sweeping upwards. Um, and you notice that the door is shut um, but has sort of like a window on one side. He's got his office is in an interior room underground, and his job is to do nothing until there's a problem. <laughs> Five no nights of Freddy's disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna peek in the window. Okay, the room is mostly dark except for what you believe to be several like <laughs> consoles that are on like low power mode, but enough that like it's supposed to be able to be seen where things are in the dark, so you can quickly like uh, activate it, power it up, or something like that. Um, the room also seems to uh, be. Um, it kind of like lends itself to a uh, an office area, uh, but you do notice that kind of like by sweeping the corners, you notice that there's rooms to back areas as well. And you get inside. Yeah, we do. Try to open the door. The door gives you a satisfying honk and doesn't let you through. Cool. I'm gonna call so the satisfied guy. <laughs> oh wow, that's satisfying. Uh, so the overseer, you try to attempt to call using the number you have, and you're like, hello, how may I help you? We need access to the overseer's office and the central processing unit room. I'm afraid that's a restricted area. I love the fact that it is, but if we're going to investigate the uh, disappearance of the overseers, we need to be able to go where they can go. I suppose after my most... Recent conversation with the corporate manager, you have all authority to go into any of the restricted areas that you desire. I'm going to try to open the door again before I hang up. I will be there shortly to allow you in. Thank you. (laughs) He sounds, for a protocol droid, so pissed off that he has been escalated on, and he has no more authority. I'm just saying, if you two disappear, we know what happened. It's the protocol droid. I already think it's the protocol droid. I can take a protocol droid. Uh, Not this one. Heavily modded combat protocol droid. Uh, heavily modded too. Before hopping back to uh, Cleaver, you find your way to kind of like um, following where you believe that the pipe, since it was kind of underground, you'd probably have to go down a story or two to find it. So you begin like, making your way into, into the protocol the droid. Are you still attempting to remain unseen? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I will have you make another check. This time it will be average. 
Average? Mm-hmm. Upgraded at all? No upgrades or anything of that nature because you are just trying to bypass normal yeah, droids. As mentioned previously, the security droids are mostly outside. Or ground floor. I should probably put some more ranks and stuff. <laughs> That's a triumph. That is indeed a triumph. Alright. Okay. Uh, two success, an advantage, and a triumph. You're able to move about the facility completely unseen, and no droid seems to react uh, upon you uh, moving by. You basically have free reign of the place as you make your way downstairs. Is there anything you'd like to do to take advantage of that with your triumph? Well, trick the particle droid down the stairs. Nah, I just wanted to know what the security was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, security is uh, two reds and purple, so it's somewhat well uh, mm-hmm. for it's pretty a... pretty solid outside, but it's not, not great inside. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you make your way down into the sort of lower lit area where the uh, facilities area is. Um, you believe that if there's anywhere that's going to have it, it's going to be in the, the water utility um, sort of um, section of the building. Well, we're going to hop back over to you real quick. Uh, so you are uh, on the laptop, and you were specifically uh, allowed access to their their cameras. The camera shows probably about the lower third of the wall, um, and you can kind of uh, start scanning through times very fast. You see the people milling about and all that stuff. There are timestamps. There are all of the stuff. But with uh, Star Wars technology that has sort of like a help aid that you can kind of input things and sort of focus your search uh, much more efficiently than standard security cameras are right now. Um, that doesn't sound like <laughs> that's coming from a real place. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's what I spent all day doing today. Um, so you see uh, the lower third of the yeah, building across the Are you a protocol is, droid? No. Um, sometimes he is. Sometimes. Uh, Your job is a lot of protocol. Yeah. Is there specific times that you're looking for, or days, or anything like that? No. If if I have full access to it, I'm basically gonna just like the day before to the day after, okay. at like four times speed, look for anybody that goes in or out the doors and or does anything that sticks out. You notice that in the last week, the uh, the Nemoidian corporate overseer that you've you've seen has come in during uh, certain parts of the day and left quite frequently in the last week. Okay. Um, and they have come and gone successfully. Um, there have been no problems. They seem the same, bored, disconnected, I don't want to be here attitude. Um, however, during specifically the three nights mentioned every sort of week mm-hmm. on the dot at midnight, uh, you notice that there is, while no one coming and going... There's a strange static that happens on the screen mm. where, like, it seems like the camera almost, like, cuts out for, like, a few seconds every once in a while. Sure. It's not, if you had to guess, like, someone was tapping into the camera and censoring data. It's almost as if, like, uh, go ahead and do a average mechanical check or computer check or something like that. I'm going to guess it's something to do with, like, electromagnetic bullshit. Mm. And or uh, perhaps any red right. tint to anything? Uh, we'll do this, and we'll have you do a perception check. Perhaps uh, that is do three success, three threats. Death mutes. Three success, three threats. Okay. <laughs> Just the face. Um, you know, you believe that uh, the camera is suffering some kind of like brownout. Mm, like okay. it's losing power. 
Okay. Um, the computer is within... Rio's also suffering from a brownout. <laughs> <laughs> Brown out. Um, and uh, as you watch, the camera, like, kind of, like, loses quality for, like, sp- like different spurts and stuff like that. But you also notice that certain street lamps have also started to, like, flicker. Okay. Uh, and this happens intermittently throughout the entire hour of each day that is mentioned. But you uh, can do an average perception check. Average is two, yeah? Yep. Oh, yeah, you killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You notice no red tint or anything like that. You do, however, notice a slight glow from the walls. Um, as if a okay. field is sort of like passing over it. Um, I'm going to continue on with your mechanics check being the way it is. I'm just going to say that you believe that it's uh, normally when something is electronically um, uh, shielded or um, magnetized that there is a strong current that's passing through the wall. Sure. And then when it's disrupted, sometimes it arcs out in small th- in small ways that you see like shimmering disturbances in that. Okay. Uh, you think that it might be the defense grid like stuttering. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that's not good. But it happens very briefly. So, like, hypothetically, if someone was to take advantage of it, they would need to do something within like a split second's time, and you notice no discernible patterns in what's happening. Sure. Uh, I'm going to. Uh... Is there is there like a pad of paper on the desk somewhere? Sure. I'm going to just start scro- scribbling down timestamps. Uh, and uh, do, you, do you mind if I take a copy of this video? Uh, please, as long as you promise to do no evil with it. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, so you can take a copy of And again, it's, I'll, I'll just write down all the timestamps and then take basically the whole three-week period worth of video so that we can feed it through some data processor at some point. Sure. If we come to a point that that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... And I'll just hang out and wait for uh, my alterations. Okay. Oh well, uh, she uh, she's very fast. Um, the nature of your burns, marks. Um, she says that uh, she can patch them mm-hmm. or she can fix it completely. Mm. However, that will take a couple days. Uh, let's patch them for now, and then once I've got the whole ensemble, then we can. Get it repaired. No, oh, good guess on my part because you seemed like you were busy, and she so she holds it up done. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I owe you? Uh, for the lovely bowler hat and alterations, we're going to go ahead with about and the, the rest of the ensemble. The rest of the ensemble. Oh, well, the for that two hundred credits. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I will transfer the funds. Yep. How much do I owe you? Oh, Twelve thousand credits, please. Mm-hmm. The work is the work is already done. Put that on HTI's tab. Right. <laughs> well, we're not getting paid for this job, boys. <laughs> so stop working now. So that all happened while they were doing their stuff. What uh, What would you like to do after that? Me? Yes. Oh, uh, after I get all that taken care of, uh, I'm just going to beeline it back to the building. Okay. I'll probably do a, a loop around the around the building just to make sure that. I didn't miss anything as far as other cameras and that kind of stuff, and then I'll just head back you to the You basically are jogging for like 15 minutes to get yeah. around the, the perimeter of the entire property. Just totally hustling, cool. just hustling Wookiee out in the rain. 
Um, and uh, you make your way back. On the uh, non rain. What was that? No rain on the general street on this floor. That's true. Never mind. <laughs> a dry one. Get me with once. my old lore. <laughs> That's a dusty point. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking one from you. Uh, so you arrive in the courtyard and you What's find that there's nobody point there. to make this the upper city rain? <laughs> uh, I'm going to... I'm going to call the, the protocol droid. Uh, do, you, uh, do you just call out? I think you have the number for him. I'm just going to go to one of the well, consoles. Group and access to the contract? Hit, hit zero to... Did us? you share the contract? I don't know. Do you guys share a, a mobile network? Well, we have a group. I'm going to the door outside. I'm going to the door outside, and I'm just hitting zero to talk to an operator. Yes, how may I help you? Hello, uh, where is everybody? Uh, they are in the uh, attempting to gain access to the overseer's office. It's about three stories down. How do I get there? Just follow the stairs and the sign. I'll probably meet you there. Fantastic, thank you. I appreciate your help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys will shortly get there around the same time you arrive. I'm the good one. <laughs> Don't hate us all. Um, please don't. Please don't murder me. You guys are waiting for probably about five minutes before the protocol droid kind of like comes. You can hear the clank, clank, clank as it makes its way down the hallway. And it is. I like that they make the protocol droid walk down the stairs. Yeah, they don't have a lift for him. Or anything. And he is not moving with any degree of haste as he kind of saunters up. To oh, the I figured. I don't have a problem with that. I will remind you, however, that this is a sensitive area and you are to behave accordingly. Any dis- any uh, destruction of corporate property or um, uh, infringing upon our, our business model will unfortunately reflect upon your contract. Don't commit corporate espionage. Don't destroy your stuff. Gotcha. Yep. That's standard. I will, however, be... Damn. <laughs> I will however be observing this just to make sure that that is enforced. Is the observer ever observed? Uh, you are looking at me, so. Do you ever observe the observer? I am the, the observer's overseer. aide. Overseer. Overseer. Yes. Whatever. I thought this was wordplay. <laughs> Who watches the Watchman? Probably not a ton of people. The Watchman. Who walks in and uh, he kind of like reaches over oh, and pulls off a badge. Mean. And, and sli- slides it into the door um, but panel, and it uh, flashes green and opens up with a pneumatic kiss. Excellent. So you're going in here, right? Yep. And I'm going over here. You can please open this door. Uh, if you're looking for the central processing unit, the operating uh, center is in here. It's in the same room. Yes, because the overseer operates the central unit. Then what is this door for? What is what door? You said there were two doors. Out of character, I don't remember that. You said that there were two doors, one that led to the central processing unit and one that led to the overseer's office. Doesn't look like anything to me. I said there were two signs that pointed the same way. I I don't remember saying okay. there were two doors. I'm sorry. Okay. If I said that, that was definitely a slip on my that's, part. That's fine. This, the the area is in the gestures into okay. the office. Cool. Excellent. Oh, there's a, there's doors further back inside the overseer's office. But oh, okay. Um, that must be what I'm thinking then. A bathroom. Right. Does the overseer... Uh, a refresher? A refresher. Uh, <laughs> eat, sleep, shit in here? Yes, in so many words. Uh, 
That back does, corner, actually. Does the uh, overseer bucket. Uh, remain or on site for the duration, or uh, is it the continuous, or does he leave the facility at the end of his designated shift? Uh, they arrive for their shift in the late evening, um, stay for the night, and then leave early morning on site. They. As in the three that have come before. Okay. It's a routine thing. They come in, they stay for the hour, then they bounce. Except when they don't leave, because they disappear. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Alright. The processing unit's over here. Uh, So there's a large desk with screens and stuff like that. That appears to be a large master computer. It's all done from the one... Correct. (laughs) There is he just does everything. So he monitors it on one screen, does it, uh, it, it does it on another. It's all. Just... Yes, okay. it is a central processing unit in which one organic maintains. Makes you wonder why they even do it in person, why they just don't why remote are in. Droids separate from. Uh, I'm going to look around the room, uh, the general room, for. Uh, Security. Uh, personal effects. I'm looking for things that are not work related. Mm-hmm. There are several lockers, and um, in the uh, back door that you saw into the area, you find what is sort of like a changing room slash a refresher um, slash uh, with a, some side storage things for like personal effects, of, like more of like uh, eating and, and toiletries and things like that. Um, the lockers on the outside seem to be like personnel lockers. I'm gonna need all the lockers open. They should be unlocked. Excellent. Wonderful lockers. Uh, I'm going to open all the lockers, um, looking through mm-hmm. everything that's inside of them. Yep. Uh, we'll have you do a... Um, let's do an average perception check. You find a person. Successful. You find a tunnel that leads out of this prison. <laughs> uh, what was it? Average? Mm-hmm. Is there a potential that I could find uh, movement or hidden enemies? No. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers, Wait, but no. I succeed. Okay, what is your total roll? One success. <laughs> <laughs> so you find, for the most part, a few scattered personal effects, um, and the thing that you gather from them is that it appear to be from different people. Um, it How doesn't look like people? some... It's hard to tell. Not everything comes with a name tag. Um, How many different lockers have I found in? Uh, Probably spread out between like two or three. Okay. I'm shocked. Uh, Are there any... uh, What what kind of personal effects? Are we talking like clothing items and name badges? Yeah, usually like a jacket or or, um, you have somebody who's um, uh, like certain sodas that they like or, or things like that that have just been like personal effects uh you see that there are like sort of like um those cheesy corporate like photographs of people sort of like inside their locker maybe um you find one guy who's basically like got his arm around a droid and it's just like it like like a total goofball thing but um i'm gonna take that picture and put it inside uh, keep the breast pocket of my armor Mm mm-hmm um, I need to. I'm gonna go through all the the pockets on any of the clothing. Okay. Uh, and turn them inside out. Mm. Uh, so you find in the process of doing that, um, 
several uh, miscellaneous receipts. Um, you find uh, a few like gift cards, sort of thing. Um, you don't Coons. find a lot in the way of um, like material possessions, except one of them does have a chit in the pocket. I'm going to take the chit, uh, the gift cards, and the receipts. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, with my data, data pad, uh, check the chit, uh, for its current balance. Uh, the current balance on the chit is 300 credits. Okay. Um, the, knowing the, the receipts, do they have, like, locations of, like, what, what it was? Most, I assume it was, like, mostly, like, food. And, like, it's mostly, like, basically on the way to work, they pick up breakfast, you know, they put the receipt in their pocket, they, they buy, they bought a new umbrella. Um, you don't find anything incriminating or unusual. Uh, is there enough there, uh, to, uh, give a reasonable pathway that they would take, um, from wherever they live to, to the place of, uh, employment that would take both a knowledge of the area and also time in order to build up a network of, of passage. It's not something that you could really see at a glance. We're not familiar with up here anyway. Work down the road. Uh, there could be a four difficulty. Uh, what is it? Knowledge local check that you could try to make in order to uh, um, get an idea. Outer rim. Underworld? Core worlds? No. Uh, core worlds? Well, this would be Outer Rim, but, um, like, what's a... Education, probably? Alright, education. I, that's that's the, the most general exists. knowledge skill I can think of. I mean... I mean, what's I'm, the worst I'm gonna, that could I'm, happen, gonna, right? I'm gonna piss in the wind here. Uh, nope. Uh, uh, no. Man, enjoy that soggy shoe. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit my uh, hollow communicator. Uh, and I'm going to uh, dial Gitska. Is it going to work underneath all this concrete? <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, so you uh, attempt to dial out, and please make... I believe there's actually a check for this. I think it's a computer's check. Um, go ahead and make uh, a hard check. Uh, average, average check. Sorry. I fail. Okay. Uh, you get a uh, no connection symbol, no connection line. Hmm. No bars. So, hmm. all right. So uh, you arrive at this point. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, okay. uh, sorry. No, I, I just haven't got to do anything yet. Go for it. Um, so you can access this console, right? Um, unfortunately, I am not allowed to access the central control unit directly. It's a conflict of interest for someone. I need someone who can do that. I'll do it. As I walk in the door. Okay, Cleaver, I don't think you're capable. You can't do it directly. Can you walk me through how to do this? I can tell you the basic function. Uh, you press the power button and you go from there. What's the password I'm going to power it on? Um, he will list a 12-digit numeric code. Hmm. Okay. Is it alphanumeric or just numeric? Uh, it's it's numeric. Mm. It's hexadecimal. Lame security. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait for the power up and then I'll type that in. <laughs> like, we should just be consultants for this pe- for these people. <laughs> like, 
fuck the people that are missing. Let's just fix all their problems. We're expensive. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a difference between a corporate mindset and a mercenary mindset. Yeah. And oftentimes... Yeah, one of which gets the job done. Maybe a corporation done. could hire the mercenaries to consult for security, you moron. I'm just saying, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> That's uh, Jody's new business model. <laughs> uh, I walk into your room and I see how I can fuck everything, and I tell you how to prevent it. <laughs> we are security consultants. <laughs> um, so, the computer's on, you begin yeah, to work on it, sure. um, I'm gonna jump over to Cass real quick. Okay. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna take the uh, receipts, uh, and I'm going to enter locations in my data pad. Okay. Um, addresses and that type of thing. So You're basically copying the relevant data over. Yeah. Uh, so you are looking for the utilities area, and you kind of find the section of the building that it's in. Um, and as you kind of, like, make your way deeper, kind of following uh, pipes, you know, cause there's a couple skittering maintenance droids that run by doing their checks, but for the most part you're able to bob and weave into the shadows, and none of them seem to react to you. Um, you have sort of an unusual uh, sort of expectation of how things should be, because it feels almost as if, like, the facility... Um, underground is wider in the wrong direction. And so you're kind of like, oh, well, the basement is actually almost perpendicular. That's weird. And so you keep like moving your way in, hmm. heading towards where you thought the, uh, the, the pipe might let out. Um, and you uh, come across sort of like uh, yeah, an open room, more or less. Uh, it's, it's like, um, like a storage area. Let's go with that. Um, however, there's racks along each of the points, um, and you see that in several places there are droids that are attached to the racks in various places. Some of them look like they may be in disrepair, but for most of the reason you don't know what exactly this part of the facility is. I will take some pictures, mm -hmm. and I will uh, investigate. I'm going to look over a couple of the droids that look... Um, not obviously damaged, and see if I can tell uh, if they're malfunctioning or not. Okay, I'll go ahead and make a hard mechanics check. Yeah, that's gonna go well. Good luck. So let me just make sure I don't have a random rank in it. Oh. Uh, f one threat. Ooh. Um, Better you than find I expected, it, to be honest. Uh, as you're kind of looking around, uh, you definitely. You definitely believe that this is the only part of the facility that you've seen where, dro where, drugs, where droids can plug into something. And so you uh, believe that this might be the place where they go for their memory downloads. Um, but you're not certain. You can't prove that. And uh, they got right. nothing on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there are several other doors in the area and more of the lower facility. Um, so whatever you would like to keep pressing I'll towards. Keep pressing on. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a hard perception check with a setback. Uh, you'd probably get, no, just a hard perception check. Um, and, uh, this is to locate something that is hidden. I don't, I don't remember if you said that that was a thing you can do. No. Okay. Maybe him. Uh, ooh. God, so close. Straight uh, wash. Straight wash. Okay. You continue to wander. Yes. Um, we will head back to the group. 
Um, there are several people working on several things. Has anyone got something they want to specifically do? I think I got the computer cool. working. What do you want with it? I want to pull up the logs from this side for each of the days someone's gone missing. Okay. So, um, for the most part, uh, everything seems in order. Um, you are searching through, you are trying to uh, find any inconsistencies or anything out of the ordinary. Um, you kind of work your way back in time, hitting the oldest to the newest, and there's nothing strange about the, the oldest encounter up until the night that it happened. At which point, there seems to be a, a void of data. Just there's no one processing or inputting information or anything like that. You do, however, get your standard statistical um, analysis data of like all of the droids' progress that they've made throughout the day, um, where they left off, and all that stuff. Um, you notice that there are various utility and logistics things that are fluctuating and telling you about like what's happening during that time and stuff like that. What are the power readouts like? Um, so that you'll have to do a mechanics or a computer's check in order to kind of like analyze those. It's not just a bar graph that we can say that's a really high point. Uh, you again, you'd have to you'd have to sort of. Okay, have, what, am, what am I rolling? Uh, so it's going to be an average check of either computers or mechanics to notice anything unusual. I'm on a two. I'm also on two. Don't just do this instead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. one success, one threat. That one boost. No, All right. or no, one success, one advantage. You notice that uh, as soon Close. as the upload begins, um, that uh, there is a pretty high power spike as the system seems to suddenly upkick into um, overdrive um, as the data begins to stream across the uh, stream across that. And do the times match up with my timestamps of when the brownouts start happening? Uh, so the brownouts are intermittent during this process, but yes. Same general time frame, though? Yeah, it's um, the, the power kind of goes up and so down. it doesn't normally spike like that. What we were looking at with every other day leading up to that, it didn't spike like that prior to Make a... This one is very specific why I'm doing it. Make a perception check. Nice. Uh, this is going to be a hard perception check. I need I got, two more green. I got three yellow for Oh, yeah, for yeah. I had a boost for my ability. What difficulty? You said hard. So it's three for hard. Uh, oh. Nope. Lots of advantage and a triumph, but we no have, success. Yeah. Uh, looks like you have four advantage. Four advantage and a triumph is the result. But, but, but no, no success. success. But no success. Oh, gosh. Um, Can I use a triumph to reroll? Reroll without assistance. So he'll lose my boost on the reroll. Uh, that doesn't sound like a thing, but I'm fine with it. I don't think it is a thing, but never heard triumph. I'll let it happen this time. <laughs> No success, one threat. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you're looking at the power readouts, and you're not noticing anything unusual about the power spike other than it happened. Sure. I got nothing. Okay. 
So there's nothing different that happens that day than happened the day before, except that the data just stops. Data stops, and the person disappears. So they don't wipe the, the droids don't get wiped. Well. That process is automatic. The Overseer doesn't need to manually make that happen. Just oversees that. But this unit should retain information of how many were wiped, how many were... Yeah? Yes. So that data should be right there about all of the logistic data that is being removed from the droids and implanted into the central processing unit. Okay. And everything looks good to you? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not programmed to uh, analyze the logistical side of it, but um, as far as I know, it uh, looks like the download happened exactly as, as, as planned. The um, uh, timestamps look correct, and it looks like the process was completed. Hmm. Well, we should... Uh... Do you stay in here when the Overseer's doing this, too? Only if he asks me to. Usually it's a, go get me this, or um, see if this place is still open, or something like that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it is against policy to have people leave the facility during the hours of the, the recycle, um, but before and after. Hmm. Hmm. Where does he? Where do they usually send you? Ooh, cafes, um, places to get um, calf or sweets or things like that. Each one had their own individual tastes. Mm. Do you know if any of them had any uh, enemies? Oh, I don't believe any of them were any in in direct danger. Um, I believe that one of them said they were having marital problems. That would be the second one, Jacob. Hmm. I got nothing. I don't like it. Something's not right. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's not right. This place is, uh, like, 95% insecure when it's supposed to be completely locked down. Um, where do the droids actually go to be wiped? Because they clearly don't come here. Correct. There is a bay in the western part of the facility, um, on the third floor, of which they go to, um, get physical, physically wiped if they are able to go there. And we also have a few mobile terminals up in the upper area that are, con- that are contained in a network that ones that are too bulky to make it down the stairs or the lift can't stop. We need to investigate all those. Well, we might as well check those out. Let's uh, start with the major bay. Any idea where Cass is? Uh, Cass was checking for ingress. Okay. So I imagine that he'll calm or meet up with us when he's done. I'm going to calm Cass. You around? Uh, go ahead and make an average uh, computer's check. Computer's is two... I have a fancy encrypted column if that makes any difference. I think that just prevents people from... Uh, nope. nope. Shit. One threat. Okay. You hear a connection, and you are able to uh, form that connection. However, there is a lot of stat between what you're saying, and mm. it's difficult to hear one another. Mm. How much can we communicate? For the most part, uh, fairly normally, uh, but you can't have like real nuanced conversations, so... Hey, you, uh, you still kicking? Yeah. 
underground. Uh, <laughs> there was, I think, a droid bay. Probably the upload site. Third floor? Is that where it was? Yes. Alright, we'll be there in a second. I'll wait for you. And we'll head that way. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take you long to get there. Uh, you're on the same floor, down a few hallways. Um, you notice sort of the same things that um, Cast did, which is the facility is is definitely um, not... So if you imagine that the Ziggurat structure probably is like rectangular in frame and then narrows to a point, this is almost perpendicular, just as if, like they're trying to maximize the amount of underground space that they can do. You guys all meet up in the bay. I know it may sound... Uh... A little paranoid, but we should try and check in every half hour or so. Disappearances and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, let's check these out. One of these... I I, th- I still think it's one, if not multiple, of the droids. So I think something happened with the wipe. Well, the uh, outside of the building is covered fairly significantly uh, by security. But the inside, almost not at all. I've had no problem getting through without being seen. I only found one camera that has anything of real worth as far as viewpoint. Uh, and it, during the, uh, during the wipe, it tends to get a little bit of brown out as far as the, the power. So I think it's just that there's a significant power draw change in the block and it's probably wired poorly. Uh, I wonder if that power draw comes from here, or just in general. I have no idea. I mean, if they can cause a brownout in the security field by drawing huge amounts of power from somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder if that... uh, Does that ring any bells with the uh, light and circuit explosions that we've seen with the Ripper? Maybe. Could be something shorting things out to try and kill kill the security. How uh, how well backed up is the power feed during the during the wipe? Um, please be more specific. Do you have Do a you backup have a from the main line for power? Yes, we have a, a private generators in the in the event of uh, that there was a power outage. Do you have any um, logs of when those have kicked on? Um, likely not. Holy shit! Hmm. <clears throat> Do you think that's something we'd be able to tell if we looked at them, if they had operated? I mean, we can see if they we can see if they've been maintained. I mean, if yeah. they're if they've been sitting for a year without any use, then that's going to be pretty evident. We've but had as far as power outages here, how do you know? You uh, get wiped every day. Average outages either. <laughs> Yes, we're asking about exactly fluctuations that require a consistent. (laughs) You require a consistent amount of power, and there are large fluctuations in what's available due to draw from other locations. You would engage a backup even without an outage Mm -hmm. to ensure that you have a steady flow, a UPS or something. But, but we we maintain all logistical data. We would know if there was a power outage. It's not an outage. Is it just the central computer that uh, maintains that data? Correct. So there's no backup to the central computer? Um, I'm sure that there are redundancies within the system. 
Right, but the central computer doesn't show data for specific things during the beginning of that one-hour time frame or that entire one-hour time frame on those three days. So something is missing. Something caused that to be missing. I want to check out some of these... I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> I do. I don't want this program right here anymore. I want the fucking overseer down here because I can rile up a human and make him say something stupid. <laughs> Another thing to note, uh, the, the drainage uh, tunnel has a grate on it, hmm. but there are gaps in it large enough that a, a small or slender person could get through them. Mm-hmm. How distasteful. I'm gonna, like, look at my limbs for a moment and be like, slender, you say? I uh, will uh, show Functioning pictures. Functioning limbs are important. Hey. Still slender. <laughs> Don't get in a position where you gotta swim for a long period of time. Uh, <laughs> Especially will, uh, in the dark. <laughs> I will show uh, some pictures of the, the grates and the, the markings on them. Do I think I could fit through it? The, uh... I'm tall, but I'm skinny. It would require uh, probably a hard coordination check. Mm, that's not bad. To, for your size. Uh, we'll keep no. I'd probably try. What is this that you've got that's down there? It looks like some sort of rust stain or something. No, no, like no. That. Down in the bottom. I didn't take any pictures of that. Oh, I thought you did. My bad. For I don't care about that. Not yet. <laughs> rust stain. So, building materials that your company uses are all state-of-the-art, correct? Yes, absolutely. So you wouldn't be using just iron or non-stainless steel, it starts to sweat. Well, I mean, I'm sure that there are components that require all sorts of different materials, but for the most part, we use a standardized composite, permacrete, or... um, or uh, steel. And your standardized composite, when exposed to water, wouldn't rust, would it? The composite? No, they're not metal. Okay. Um, the grating that you would use on your on your drainage system, what would that be made of? No, that would be Durasteel, of course. Durasteel. And just... I don't know if Durasteel rusts. Durasteel does not rust unless exposed to uh, out-of-character... Uh, no, let's just do an education check for that. <laughs> let's do an average education okay. check, because Durasteel is a fairly uh, prevalent material. I need two purple, please. All my dice keep this one. Average education. Okay. Uh, I succeed with three threats. <laughs> two success and three threat. Two success and three threat. Ooh. Um, Where's the map? Uh, so, three success would dictate that uh, Durasteel... Oh, two success? Three threat. Three threat. Two success would uh, would allow you to recall that Durasteel's construction is specifically designed to withstand corrosion, and that it doesn't naturally oxidize in normal environments. There are, however, certain chemicals that could potentially cause it to degrade or, or rust in a certain sense. Okay. But usually that has to be a foreign element introduced to it. Durasteel is oftentimes spaceships, uh, things like that, that don't aren't supposed to just, like... Durasteel doesn't rust. The hell is that? Rust? It looks like something was poured down there and then cleaned. Like they cleaned the grate. Wait, clean all sorts of things. Excellent. I want to know Sewage what... Sewage grates? 
Um, can you provide a list of chemicals that you would use to clean a suit, uh, drainage grate? When I hand you back your dip I don't think he's going to have a list of chemicals because I don't think they clean that. I don't believe that we do unless something happened to make it necessary to clean, but as you pointed out, I'd have no recollection of that. Uh, can we get a list of all MSDS sheets S- for chemicals used on the yeah, SDSs? Yeah, we need this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to need those. Uh, yes, I can provide those to you. Thank you. Uh, and he will uh, scamper off for a second and come back with a data pad that has with basically a, 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 <laughs> a, a list of all... Uh, of all I said binder. All the chemicals they use on the property and all of their hazards are are like little iconic symbols next to them and things like that. And then by clicking on one, you can see its uses, it's all that sort of stuff. Been a couple of times at work that I've threatened to put uh, something in the MSDS sheets. Uh, and once it's in there, by law, it can't be removed. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, I'm just going to start going through and seeing if anything mentions uh, corroding Durasteel. Um, that would be a hard education check. It's not just a control F? Uh, it wouldn't be a control F because most I will tell you that most things don't specifically say uh, this will rust Durasteel. Um, mm. It's mostly like uh, don't splash this in your eyes if ingested, seek help. You know, like can cause skin burns. Um, it also has different technical data about like which droids are supposed to have it, things like that. Um, gotcha. They don't so specifically say what the chemistry does when it's applied to certain things. If anyone's read an MSDS before, they know it's that it's about it's, personal safety yeah. and less okay. about what it does to the surrounding stuff. Except AT&Ts, which also include environmental That's a no. impacts. Okay. I was going to say, there's usually like interactions with other common yeah. stuff. Or the environment in general. Yeah. So. Not on that one. Okay. Um, I want to... When... I want to... I want to search around the... The, the, the bay. Doppler effect. Sorry. I want to no. search around is he the, doing in the, kitchen? the droid bays. Making a okay. sandwich. Get off are... I'm checking, like, the plugs and the droids that are there. <laughs> I want to kind of take a look at and see, yeah. like... If it's, like, obvious disrepair, that's why they're there. Or if there's not something obvious, I'm going to ask why this droid is still here and not working. Go ahead and make a hard mechanics check. I believe this is the check. He just wandered into Robert's room. The precedent, I assume. Dian goes exploring. (laughs) Hard mechanics. checking the perimeter, okay. Uh, wash. Nothing. Okay. Unfortunately, you just don't know enough about droids... To know what is what, what's the process, what would constitute broken versus fixed, except for like the obvious signs, and there are no obvious signs that give you a clue. Okay, so I'm gonna be asking this guy on every droid that's plugged in. Then, why is this droid here? What's its normal function? Why is it not doing its function? It will give you a very clinical response of like, this is a cleaning droid. It has a bad motivator. And it will like... I bet it has a bad motivator. I wouldn't be very motivated either if my boss kept disappearing. Right. So it'll, it'll say like, a twitchy sensor array which is causing it, causing misalignments in the composite spray or something like that. Uh, so each one, he is quickly able to provide a, uh, a rhyme and a reason. 
All right. Is there anything else in this room? Uh, yeah, there's tool bays, there's the upload stations, there's a um, like a terminal for like um, accessing the uploads and things like that. There um, is potentially a hard perception check. There potentially is a hard perception check. Okay. Yep. There is 100% a hard perception check. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend one of our destiny points. Solid. Somebody's going to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Yeah. One success, one threat. Perfect. Um, you are able to notice that several of the uh, sort of like um, pipeways and uh, conduits and things like that that are running around the building uh, seem to uh, progress in normal in normal fashion that you would expect. So um, going from major power stations to different stations and things like that. But there are a significant amount, perhaps more than usual, that seem to progress into the wall away from here. So you would get that there is probably like, based off of the way the place is designed, you'd think that this is supposed to be the destination, but it seems like there's a network of wires and things like that that then branch off. Why is Vault Tech in my Star Wars game, Paul? (laughs) (laughs) Because fuck you. What's... So they're like, go to a wall and just like, go into the wall? Yeah, there are a few that do that. You would assume naturally you'd watch like a natural power conduit that probably goes from room to room um, that things plug directly into. But there are a few offshoots that seem to just go into the wall off of those that like... There's no, there's no room over there that I can tell, or um, that seems like an inefficient route for it to take, and things like that. Hey, uh, what's on the other side of these walls? I'll point uh, out where two of those cords go. I am going to assume uh, power conduits that run throughout the facility. Unfortunately, I don't have the technical specs of the building itself. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Who has the technical specs of the building? Uh, it would be in the uh, overseer's office or the overseer themselves. Great. Let's go back to the overseer's office. These have to run to something, and it doesn't make sense that they run this way. <laughs> okay. Don't look at me like I'm, I'm not that crazy. I mean, <clears throat> when was the last time you saw a building constructed in a way that actually made sense? I don't know, but a lot of things about this place don't make sense, and I'm investigating all of those, so I might as well investigate this. <laughs> I think there's another uh, drain, uh, like an intake drain, hmm. um, so I'm going to go check that out. Check and in periodically. Same direction? That way. Is that the same direction that these things seem to be going? The general area is the area that you're in. You you expected to like basically come across it by now, but you haven't found where the drain goes yet. So you would you just continue to look for it. Mm. I haven't found you, it yet, but why don't you come back with us to the overseer's office where we can look at technical schematics of the building? Maybe we can find it. Why don't you just let me know um, if you find it, and then okay. I'll uh, I'll head that way. Uh, if it's difficult to communicate. Uh, just, uh, do, uh, four clicks in succession, 
and then a pause, and then I'll know to go to the overseer's office. Will do. This way, gentlemen. I'm just going to wander off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cash just melts into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the the protocol droid gives you a sidelong look of probably somewhere between curiosity and just venom, and just keeps like walking on, just like, okay, just keep poking around, whatever. And moves on. <laughs> yeah. We should just come in and just know what to do. <laughs> so, uh, you guys return to the overseer's office. Is there anything specific you're looking for? Uh, we want to find the technical specs of the building and the computer. We'll okay. have the droid walk us through how to find that. Uh, the droid uh, specifically doesn't know uh, how to manipulate the computer, but it's not like an overly complicated device. In fact, okay. it's supposed to be streamlined. Uh, there's... Uh, pretty easy ways to progress through the database, and you found like a blueprint. You also found find like a um, um, sort of it's a little bit complex, but an engineer's eye of the building and where it is. And there's a bunch of like technical data that pops up that correlates to like the logistic details that they've received and things like that. There are a wash of numbers everywhere. Like just the numbers need to just go away. I don't need the numbers. I just need to know where the where the wires go, where the drains go. <laughs> I'll be like looking through the blueprint as best I can, um, trying to find where that room is that we were in and mm-hmm. where those cables go to. And then based on what Cass told us about where the drain was, where it should be in relation to that room. You know, okay. there should be an entire section specifically for drainage. Oh, yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah. Why would they just put it all in one blueprint? Because there's too much stuff going on for them to have not just a giant pile of numbers. How do you know that? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, while his description is mostly accurate, the blueprint itself can be broken down into different sets of data. It's like one file like, that you can just cut. Much out. like dissecting a human body into different uh, functions it has, you can look at specific details um, like respiratory versus circulatory and things like that. Uh, in the system, you can do drainage versus electronic versus foundation versus you know rotation information and stuff like that. All right. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll look at like the electrical and the drainage and see if we can find those spots that uh, seem to be out of place or missing. Uh, so the electronics is a much bigger endeavor because there's a quite a big network. However, the drainage system is a quick glance. You notice that you can pinpoint it fairly easy. Um, it's in a section. Um, at least there is a, a route that goes through the building, tunnels through the bottom of the building, and there's sort of like a maintenance hatch in, in a, like a sort of like a janitor's area. Um, that uh, is deeper into the l- lower area. Right, I'll hop on the comms, and rather than trying to talk to him, I'll just send the four clicks. Okay. And then I'll jump onto the electrical side <laughs> cool. and, and try to find... Well, I don't want to get distracted, and I want to get back to the electrical thing since it's a friggin' mess, apparently. I guess I'll go back to the... <laughs> I told him to come... <laughs> He could have tried to just tell me, and I could go straight there, but I guess I'll go back to the overseer's office. (laughs) You arrive uh, within, uh, like, a couple minutes. It's not that far. Did you find it? We found this. Yeah, it looks like there's a maintenance hatch. So I'll pull that back up. 
so that you can see it. All right. It's you were being systematic in your search, so you would enter a room, you'd look at it, you'd gather what information you believe might be relevant, kind of processing it as you go along, uh, and you've you're you were almost there. It was like two doors away. Yeah. I guess I'll head back that direction. <laughs> Do be careful. If we start getting into things that are hidden from easy view, we start to get into areas where there might be someone still here. Or here to remove the current overseer. When have you ever known Cast to not be careful? Just saying it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Do your thing. Don't forget to check in. Just saying yeah. it out loud. Okay, so you can get back to He doesn't fast. ever check in. He hasn't been gone for more than half an hour. That's fair. Anything back with you guys? <laughs> nope, just going to keep looking uh, at the computer. I'm uh, just going to keep scouring through the electrical. I'm going to wander up and see if I can get signal. Okay. I'm just going to wander. Okay. Um... I'm going to get killed in here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you, uh, you guys all, um, kind of make your ways. Uh, Cass is the first place with the destination, and because he is the one who is attempting to make it there and be efficient, uh, I'm going to go with him first. Uh, so you find the janitor's room, uh, and you notice that it has sort of like a, um, a, uh, it's a door. It appears to be normal. Doesn't seem to be high tech or anything like that. But there is like almost a uh, like a security bar that's been put in place that adheres to the door to sort of keep it that way. Like low jack. Yeah, like a low jack, but for doors. <laughs> I think they called it a deadbolt. <laughs> Except it appears modular. Like it's something you put over something to secure it in place. Mm. Can it be removed? Uh, it appears to be key-operated. Um, there are various different methods you can... Physical key? Uh, probably, yeah. Hmm? There appears to be an insert point. So, there are different ways that you can mm-hmm. attempt to remove it, but they require different skill checks for that. It's interesting that all the locks are electronic, and then this one requires a key, and three overseers have gone missing. God knows where that key is. Probably with the first overseer. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, pick it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, we were just in a room where uh, there was a bunch of tools and stuff. So I'll grab a bunch of tools. Yeah. Um, and uh, head back over there. And okay. So I'll start with trying to pick it. And then I'll Free go on a to... a screwdriver and a hammer. Right. That. <laughs> I'll go to like bolt cutters if that doesn't work. And a sawzall. a shitty master lock where you can just like hold it and just tap it a few times. So uh, we'll go ahead and do... Uh, since you're picking a secure lock, I'll say it's hard with uh, drawback because you're using makeshift tools. Sounds like a plan. And that's skullduggery? Yeah, he's basically attempting to pick the lock. I don't see any other skill that applies to that. If he destroys it, I'll, I'll do more of a forceful check. But... Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I just didn't hear you say what skill. I was curious what you are using. Yeah, it's the best one to I'm going to flip a destiny point. Yep. Nice. Ooh. Alright, I fail with uh, a triumph. 
fail with a triumph. Yep. Okay. Just, just yeah. the triumph. It's literally just, just triumph. triumph. Okay. Um, what would you like to do with your triumph that isn't remove this? <laughs> I don't know. Not damage the lock. Okay. So you fail spectacularly. Find a key. But uh, when you snap one of the files that you were using, like one of one, like one of the like sharp pointed ones, you're trying to like keep the the thing wedged open while you did your stuff. That snaps. But because of your your triumph, you're able to pop that back out again, and you think you could try again. I'll try again. Again. Same check. You need to, yeah. We'll just roll that one. Same dude. check. Bro, turn that off. <laughs> uh, I fail way worse this time. Um, he activated something. Two, uh, two failure. So uh, you do something similar, and once again, there's a loud metallic snap that just kind of echoes down the hallway. You take a moment of like, but you don't think there are any droids in the area, and you think it kind of passed by. I could probably just have someone open this. Not anymore. You can't. Does the lock look damaged? It looks like you may have uh, bent it a bit. You're not sure how much that affects the uh, the uh, process and, the, and the, the functionality of it. But you didn't get a despair. True. So Do you, you want to try it again? We've um, <laughs> got one more left. I'll, I'll try it again, but just without the dusty point. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Sorry, was there going to be more? Yeah, there's going to be a setback for the damage of lock, but I'm not going to add that now. It's just tedious. You can if you want. You the boss. It's one success, two advantage. Okay. You are finally able to remove this sort of <laughs> modular devil. Wow. You rolled a setback. And uh, you are able to pop it off. In fact, you uh, the the thing is intact. The the door sealer mechanism is a whole unit, and it is off. Hmm. I feel like that's not how that should work. It must be designed really poorly. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm gonna open the door. Okay. You uh, swing the door open into darkness, and uh, you take a quick brief look around. And you pretty sure it's just an average uh, janitor's closet. Uh, you see a bunch of like things that um, might have been stored here, replacement parts, different chemicals, things like that, um, that were out of the way. In first, in fact, your first instinct is, is like, why would this even be locked? Uh, you know, a lot of times you block chemical cabinets to prevent people from getting into them, but like. There is, however, a large grate that's sort of got like the, uh, the the red and the yellow like striped tape around it to be like this is a fucking grate. Don't trip and break your ankle on it. Uh, but it's it's fairly large, kind of around the 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 size that you saw outside, but a little bit bigger. But this one appears to have like handles and stuff like this that uh, can heft it open. All right. Um, I will. I will open it up. Okay. I'll go ahead and put on my scanner goggles so I have night vision. I'll go take a look. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Robert. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I jumped in on it. Uh, we're being raided by Dice Spider right now. Uh, Hello. And we also had a follow just a little bit ago. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all of the uh, things. Soldier? Uh, do not us Odor. Uh, no. All right, do I have to get in on this? No. Uh, so get the get the oval for our follow. 
Well, okay, so for the follow... Janata Flavor. <laughs> oh. That's deep in there. Very nice. Nice. And uh, for the uh, raid, uh, thank you everybody for being here, okay. and just for you... I don't know how to give it that. I had done pause like he wasn't going to do it. In character. <laughs> full attention in that. Why don't you give him a little, uh, little intro to what we're doing right now? So, uh, we are Dubstack Charisma, and on Mon- every other Monday night, we have our Fantasy Flight Star Wars RPG, Hunt for the Ripper, in which a group of intrepid mercenaries are on the path of a notorious serial killer who killed their boss. They're in sort of like a... Um, Colony on the fringe of space, uh, where uh, it's owned by corporate. A um, lot of misdeeds and corruption and, and sort of stuff like that. Um, and it's spreading throughout the planet. The city itself, not the corruption, but also the corruption. I mean, that too. Um, and uh, the group is trying to make their way through it right now to uh, gather evidence to hunt this person down. But now, at the moment, they're on a side job in order to investigate disappearances that are happening in a um, corporate construction zone. Uh, there's a bunch of droids that are around building a building that uh, operate for 24 hours. Um, it goes dark at midnight while the droids upload their data. And every person who's supposed to oversee this process has gone missing in the last three weeks. So that's what the party is looking for. Good what stuff. do I find inside this grate? So you find uh, a uh, tunnel much like you saw outside. It's got water flowing through it. Um, and go ahead and make a average perception check. Okay. Uh, I succeed with three success and nothing else. Okay. Well, that is enough to pick up the acrid smell coming from this sewer, uh, this sewer area. Uh, you believe that there should be no like biological material or anything like that. And in fact, you can quickly dismiss that in the fact that it smells more chemical in nature and almost a little bit like burning. Um, so like a little bit of like heated metal, a little bit of ozone, a little bit of like, um, like just chemical uh, scents that are coming up from it. Not quite sure why in the sewer those are there. Um, but uh, it definitely is going to discourage me from going in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, uh, as you are sort of peering in, kind of like like wafting in scent and stuff like that. Uh, you do notice, however, that there is very dim light in the sewer ring, or in the in the sewer. All right, um, I will uh, get down on my hands and knees. And, uh, like, how uh, close to the opening is the water? Can I stick my head down and see yeah, it's, down? Yeah, the, the water is only about this deep, and then the column is about, like, like Oh, okay, wide so it's very little yeah. amount of water. Yeah, it's, uh, again, like has been previously discussed, this isn't, like, the sewers down on ground level, which are designed to basically hold a deluge. This is, like, just a, uh, a, a filter out. All right. I will uh, take a look around and see if I can spot where the light's coming okay. from, what direction at least. Basically, pop your head in upside down, and you uh, you see that it's dark for the majority of the time. But you see sort of like almost a, a, a setting a set of openings that are deeper into the wall that seem to have a faint like orangey glow coming from the uh, the various holes. Um, so like openings and grates and things like that. And you can just barely make out the sound of uh, scraping and, and stuff like that coming from that so coming from that area. You get a pretty good idea that this should be underground. There should just be, like, like 
whatever permacrete or whatever is outside. Um, you feel like you've hit like the, the the furthest perimeter that you think the underground should reasonably go. Okay. Um, all right, I will attempt to radio calm the uh, the party. Okay. Uh, we will hop over to you because you were trying to make a phone call. Okay. Um, so I will pull out my uh, hollow communicator. How far do you go up in order to make this attempt? Uh, I will go back up to the point where I first had contact. So all the way to the ground floor. The ground floor. Okay. So basically, you walk out and there's just kind of droids yep. doing their business. They haven't stopped. It's getting kind of late at night at this point. Um, in a period, it's kind of difficult to to judge the time if you're not looking at a clock. But you definitely yeah. tell that there's sort of like an automatic dimming of light, as if to simulate that. Who are you calling? Uh, Gitska. There is a short pause and then a verbal reply. Uh, yes, hello. Hey, uh, so how are we doing, bud? Um, well, I'm not really finding a slicer at this point. Um, I'm still looking. Uh, but uh, Avidity has some experience in this subject. Um, she's pretty good with computers. Uh, she said that she'd be willing to look for some more uh, public domain or things like that um, to get you started while I'm, I'm looking, if you're looking for anything. Unfortunately, slicers aren't something you can just have on hand at any time. They're usually well, you can. They're expensive, and they tend to steal from you, and then you have to kill them. Well, I do believe that there's probably oh. some truth to that, and that felt like it came from a real place. It uh, 100% did. Hey, uh, I need to be inside this this place. Uh, like, I need to know everything, and it's just not happening quick enough. Um... <laughs> here's what here, here's what I need from Avidity I'm sending over details of a credit chip uh, I need uh, it's uh, uses uh, tracked and traced uh, and then uh, using that data I need a uh, a line uh, from the uh, place of from hey, big here. Guy. How's it going? Hey, your avidity popping all yeah. of a sudden. Hey, hey, doll. Um, so uh, you need a credit chip, uh, track, right? Yeah. Okay, done. Okay. Pop it on over. I will send it over. All right, I'll, uh, give me about five minutes. Cool. Uh, she begins to work on that process, um, and uh, you. Uh, are kind of waiting there, and hold on, what are you doing at this point? You said you were just kind of wandering around? Nowhere specific in mind? I'm starting at the front door, what will be the front door, mm-hmm. and I am just wandering the building wherever... Wherever it takes you. Wherever it seems like it feels right. Mm-hmm. All right, and you are specifically still looking at the electronics. Are you I'll trying figure. to find something specific? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where those cables go, okay. and I'll, I'll like backtrack them cables, man. <laughs> uh, give me an average computer's check. You are trying to find something that is uh, not public. You might even say it's private. I'm going to take this last destiny point. There you go. Yeah. Two okay. success, one threat. So, uh, you find it 
And you see almost as if there's a weird overlay effect where the building itself has a structure and it has all the details, and then you follow the electronic cords and they seem to cut off at a point. You're able to finagle a little bit and you find like a subfolder and a subfolder and you kind of pull that up and it pops up with almost like a separate diagram that shows an entire massive electrical array just beside the facility. Underground. It's probably the size of the entire basement. Continued. Well, that's new. Cass, you need to get back here. Mm-hmm. So, as you do that, you are both radioing each other simultaneously and find that you are unable to make contact with one another. You are in the process of saying, well, I've got a pretty good... I quick draw my heavy blaster rifle. As you do, simultaneously you notice that all droids on the facility stop at once. What time is it? It's probably like 9 o'clock. We've been here for nine hours. Well, yeah, inspections left. take a long yeah, time. That's fair. We've done a lot. We've done a lot. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys have been been doing this for quite some time with some liberties. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, you notice at the front area that as the the sound is cutting off, you notice a blue sheen, basically coalesce around the walls surrounding the the building for a second and then go away and all droids stop and uh, as you're sort of like Cass, Cass, you won't you won't believe this like I found this thing Cass, you need to get here and it's it's like deadline you hear from behind you well you guys are really good at your job I fucking (laughs) knew it as you you turn around you see that the, the protocol droid snaps its arms away from the restraints that the protocol droids usually have, like, basically going from peck to arm to oh, sort of restrict it. I fucking it. hate And you. as it puts its arms down, it kind of pops them almost out, and the parts of it separate, and it grows almost probably, like, a meter in height, and kind of expands outward. Grievous style. Reaches up, up to what looks to be, like, piping up above, and pulls down a large, like, slender metallic rod... And its eyes glow both bright red, and both sides ignite in purple electricity. Really? I fucking hate this. I hate it when I'm right when I walk in the door. Seems we're going to have to escalate the Overmind's plan. Overmind. And it rushes at you. And that's where we're going to cut off. Oh, I'm going to die. Boys, I'm sitting on four crits. I'm about to die. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, you know what you should have done? Gotten the fucking uh, back to tank and then not take jobs for eight days while we both heal. <laughs> no, because you can't do that. Only one person can be in it at that's a time. That's why I said eight, eight days. days. Oh, four for me and then four for you. So, unfortunately, that is where we're going to have to end oh, our session today. Um, the, it was a hearty investigation that took a very long time because, unfortunately... Uh, uh, Josh, there was many points that were going to be specifically for you to help these non-investigatory people, right. um, and also Thank there were some some, uh, some checks that unfortunately would have provided a clearer Dude, picture earlier in the story. We shut the bed on checks today. Yes, we there did. were so many washes. I'm very the sorry. guy whose job it is to do this wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you know what? I thought about like I sobbed a little bit when I saw that I couldn't make it today. I was like. Uh, I saw. I, I thought about making a slicer 
like specifically to fill the gap of the group. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, that's just like it's so it's like too meta that that would be like perfect. Yeah, and I, I think I think that. Uh, I think that's exactly what you can do with the type of role that you're playing right now. I'm but. specifically saying, uh, I would say that I'd be fine with it, but that's yeah. all in the past. Uh, I just yeah. want you guys to know, yeah, I appreciate you, who all stuck with it. Um, probably would have gotten to the action a little bit quicker if we'd had our sleuth on hand, so I blame you for yeah, that. Yeah, damn it, Josh. Damn it, Josh. Damn damn it, Josh. Damn it, Josh. Um, <laughs> dare you have a real job. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, all the love. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, things are about to get dicey. And uh, hopefully you you'll join us for... You know, you know why things are going to get dicey? Because right now we're doing a giveaway on Twitter for our oh one year God. anniversary. Wow! Uh, uh, we're giving away four sets of dice. Uh, and we're also going to give away a fifth set if we get 2,000 followers on Twitter. So go ahead. Uh, Dylan's going to post that in the, di- in the, in the chat right now. Uh, follow, retweet, enter that. Uh, win some dope dice. Uh, if enough of you do it, we can win some super dope dice that I saw and I like. I got jealous. Mm. Yeah, They're I gorgeous. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I want to go buy some of those now. Yeah, but, kind uh, of there. Also, rewind it back up the chat a bit. Thanks for those bits, Gemma. That's freaking awesome. And also, thank you, Maddie, for that sub. That's five months. That's amazing. Maddie also sent us some Yeah, bits, Maddie also so with the bits. Thank yep. you for the bits there also. You guys are fantastic. We love Both you guys you. so much. Uh, and because I'm a moron and I forgot the mouse uh, over there, Paul, can you just hit the break screen for us and take us out? All right. Well, thank you guys again. Uh, one more out, time, Paul. Uh, if you guys, but not catch by up, murdering the party. You guys oh, want to catch up on the action? Remember that this show and other shows are in, almost entirely, some entirely, in uh, podcast right now, and you can catch up with the action. Um, but if you want to know, uh, have a more personal touch with your information gathering, you can always join our Discord, where we're happy to talk about past episodes. You can get it from a DM's perspective or a player's perspective and find out what people feel and think about what's going on so far. Also, we share art, and also we love you, and we hope you be our friends. We should also mention that we're streaming tomorrow yep. at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard. Uh, it's going to be our Fallout campaign, Fallout King's Ransom. That guy's DMing it. Uh, so stay and watch in spite of that. Um, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> wow! Take us out, Paul! Happy birthday, Dylan! I can only maintain a half part while I do this, so you guys have a good Wait, one. wait, wait. Let's, let, let's do this. Okay, can we do no, this? No, you gotta go to the side. Oh, God, this is not gonna go well. Okay, just end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>